0: Hello everybody, welcome to the very first episode of this currently unnamed podcast with me, Creams, and my co-host, Broken Ronan. Why don't you introduce yourself a little bit more, because you can do that better than I can.
1: Yo, what's up? Here on the podcast, you know, first episode, like Creams said. And uh, honestly, we're just going to be kind of talking about a lot of stuff, anime, manga, obviously, and just general stuff outside of that. So I think it's going to be pretty interesting. And I hope you guys enjoy as we uh, go down this rabbit hole of discussions.
0: Hell yes, dude. And I'm very excited because the very first thing that we're going to do is we're going to talk about this week's Jujutsu Kaisen chapters. Okay, I'll just jump into it, dude. I think that Sukuna is going to come out soon. Because when I first saw that panel at the very end where Yuji admits that he's guilty, my first thought was automatically. So this is it. We haven't seen Sukuna in like 30, 40 chapters. He's definitely coming back. What do you think? I disagree. Why?
1: That, I think that. This is going to be a bigger moment for Higuruma than it is going to be for um uh, in this situation. Um, based on like the last panel, I feel like Higuruma noticed that Yuji's expression was almost too pure, innocent, almost like a little sad to be as straightforward as he's making it seem. Um, and considering the fact that Yuji before showed traits of dishonesty, but with this, a much bigger and more prominent crime, he's showing such blatant honesty with him right i think higuruma is going to somehow either deactivate the domain expansion and interrupt the trial or he's for some or he's going to just stop the technique from activating completely however the intricacies of that are going to work specifically i don't know however i do think basically what's going to happen is that higuruma is going to question yuji or maybe go further into it i don't think that's gonna is gonna come out um i i just don't think that's the most likely thing personally I feel like the next time we're going to see Sukuna enter um, is going to be when he says in chain or when he uses his like code phrase and takes over Yuji's body forcefully. Um, because I I don't think there's also a narrative reason as to why you could argue there's a narrative. Nah, no, you can't actually. Um, yeah. OK, so here here's it's impossible for Sukuna to take over now. Right. I don't think
0: it, it would make sense. Okay, so here, here's my, like, reasoning. So, like, my internal logic- I don't disagree with you, but my internal logic goes like this. Those crimes are technically Sukunas, and I don't know if Jujutsu, like, the power system, like, Cursed Energy considers them to be two separate beings or the same being. Because if you take a look at it from, like, a holistic standpoint, for based on everything we've seen so far, it's safe to assume that Cursed Energy sees them both as the same person, right? Because otherwise, the Cohen games wouldn't have automatically enrolled Yuji as like a player exactly however when it comes to like direct action like that yuji itadori is the one on trial and those were sukuna's crimes because yuji was more or less incapacitated right because he was force-fed all those sukuna fingers so that was sukuna like 100 percent right
1: and problem though mm. is the problem i see right so um judgment i think is the name of the shikigami maybe it's not judgment it's something similar to that says so Itadori Yuji is accused under suspicion of committing mass murder in Shibuya, right? Then Yuji admits that he did it and then he's like judgment or the shikigami basically says he's guilty, right? So the thing is, it's not that we don't know whether or not Sukuna or Yuji are considered different entities. We already know judgment like um like we already know how it considers them or how like how it kind of um like classifies them, It classifies them as the same entity at least here. Because we already know that it counted Yuji guilty, right? We already know the verdict, okay? I, I think that...
0: So, wait, if we know the verdict... Wait, so if we know the verdict, doesn't that kind of put to bed any kind of notion that Higurama can just end the trial? Because the trial's over, right? Like, he can't stop the Shikigami from making, like, doing whatever actions it needs to take, right? I assume it's some kind of, like, ritual that can't be stopped once it's started or, you know... Like, it needs to run its course, basically.
1: I'm not sure, because we haven't had—Higuruma so far has had no reason or motivation to stop his domain expansion from activating its ability, right? Because, okay, clearly we can eliminate some things. Clearly, the death penalty is not going to affect Yuji, at least not in a conventional manner. Yuji's not going to die and stay dead, right? I don't think that this is going to happen.
0: Especially especially cuz um especially because Sukuna like the implication from the Yuta fight seems to be that Sukuna can more or less just heal him at that point despite, you know, him not wanting to. So, uh can you assu- wait, can you assume that Sukuna can take direct action in terms of keeping Yuji alive that doesn't uh tread on their binding vow or does so in a way that kind of implies that this is like a not a symbiotic relationship per se because it seems like neither of them necessarily want to be with each other (laughs) so uh i wonder if sukuna being able to heal his heart is more or less for the sake of executing his plan with megami or whatever or if it's just hey he has you know 15 out of 20 fingers of my power so it's now officially reached the point where i can't let him die for my own survival
1: Yeah, it's possible. The only thing is, okay, so to answer your first question, is, like, can Tsukuna, like, directly affect Yuji's, like, physiology? We know for a fact he can. Or at least it's speculated within the series that he can, right? Uh, Chapter 138. It's when—it's right after Shibuya. Choso's, like—he—Choso asks Yuji how his injuries are, right? And Yuji is like, I'm good right after getting hit with a black flash, right? And he's like, I think it's because of Tsukuna, right? So we bet Yuji almost confirms himself— at least it's speculated within the series that Sukuna can heal Yuji and, in fact, does do it, whether passively or non-passively, right? We do know that it's at least, like, out there that that's a possibility. However, here's my thing. There is no logical reason that Tsukuna should be able to come out now, right? Let's let's look at it. Let's, let's rather than look at it like, should he? Why would he be able to now? There's no reason. Like, every time before, it's been Yuji switched into him, right, without, like, um... Like with no no drawback before or Yuji was like beaten to a pulp and fed so many fingers that it overrid it overrided, I don't know, However, overrided his ability to handle them initially, right? But here it none of those things are the case. So how would Sukuna even come out even if he, that's what he wanted right now? There I don't think there's any way establishing the
0: series. So um with the exception of the uh uh in in chain uh, Binding Vow, which to be honest with you, Sukuna can heal Yuji's wounds, and now that I think about it, he can heal Yuji's wounds whether he likes it or not, because Chain only covers Sukuna's actions in terms of preventing uh, killing or maiming, but it doesn't prevent things like healing, or so my running theory, for example, with how Sukuna will use Enchained, which I'm patenting right now, anybody listening, this was my idea first, okay? I will, I will copy strike you if you make a video about it. This is my idea. So... <laughs> The uh, idea goes like this, right? It's going to be one of those like Mexican standoff situations where no party can move, but it's basically going to be a net loss for Yuji if he backs down. It's like going to be, I don't know, let's say Megami is like held hostage, or I don't know, they they threaten to like resurrect Nobara or something. And essentially, there's going to be like a time limit to this thing, and what it's going to what's what's going to end up happening is that Sukuna will then use that moment to just you know, that last 30 seconds that Yuji needs to make a decision, he'll just say the words, and he'll, he'll just prevent Yuji from interfering, right? He'll just be like, okay, time's up, brat. And then that'll be yeah, the end of it. That, I, I, that's, I thought something
1: similar, too. Yeah. I, I think I feel like I posted on Twitter that, like, rather than necessarily do something, I think... Cause it's kind of been, like, Yuji's character arc, and he's been portrayed to lack agency in everything he does, right? Lack of choice. So I feel like the like the pinnacle of that is in a moment he needs it most, Sukuna takes that choice away from him, right? And rather than harming them directly, he won't hurt them or maim them, right? What he'll do is prevent Yuji from stopping that or something like that. But I don't think that's here. I don't think that's going to happen now. I think Sukuna's moment is going to be, as much as weird as it sounds, bigger and more impactful than this, right? This, I feel like, I feel like judgment can be stopped if the domain expansion is deactivated.
0: Wait, so, Wait. Oh, so, do you, do you think that, for for his level, just for fun, let's assume Sukuna is the one on trial, right? There's no amount of like power that Higurama possesses that can enforce any judgment, right? No matter how harsh on Sukuna, and I think that's like a pretty fair assessment, right? Like like he just he just lacks the sufficient ability to enforce any of his like will, power, whatever on Sukuna, because at the end of the day, uh, all a cursed, all a domain expansion is is just you know uh more or less a test of strength because it's like it's your that only
1: applies to current domains right past domains like the domains higuruma has aren't the case because for example we know like we can infer right if yuji without cursed energy is like relative to higuruma in terms of like speed and strength and durability right um because higuruma obviously has the advantage of cursed energy and he's like a grade one sorcerer in strength or whatever um Right, Yuji without cursed energy is able to fight against Higuruma. Higuruma is not able to like one shot him or anything. They're pretty relative, right? We know that Yuji with cursed energy should be a fair bit stronger. However, his domain expansion is potent enough to completely stop violence from happening, right? He's saying it forbids it. We also know like this. I I feel like let's see. I'm, I'm I want to go back to. Yeah. Okay. So the way can uh, not konjaku, uh Tengen like mentions old domains is like. That like domains of before force targets inside to obey the curse technique's rule, right? Um so if Higuruma's rule is that if you're you're proven guilty, right, then you you face the consequence, then it wouldn't matter how strong Sukuna is if the domain itself inherently forces him to follow those rules. He'd be like But that doesn't he'd be like um for example Gojo versus Mahito in a domain expansion. If idle transfiguration was activated, even though Gojo is demonstrably stronger, a domain expansion clash, if Mahito were to somehow win, Mahito would kill Gojo.
0: But that's not that's not the but that's not the canonical rules for a domain expansion clash. Like the rules are whoever has the more refined more refined domain wins. And nobody has a more refined domain than Tsukuna, right? So all he has to do to get out of Higuroma's like rule is just to Uh, use malevolent shrine cancel it out and then that's the end of it like like there's no there's no like do you count that as a violent act like can he not just like do the domain in the first place is that is that what you're saying
1: that's not what i'm saying what i'm saying is right if we're assuming that like we're we're putting it in this hypothetical where we're like assuming sukuna is the one who's gotten hit with like the death penalty instead of yuji right if yeah. this has happened, the rule has already occurred. So Sukuna could deactivate the domain, but the effect should still take place, right? It'd be like it let me let me use I don't let me use an inverse example, right? Um Mahito opened and closed his domain in 0.2 seconds, right? He used idle transfiguration on Toto in those 0.2 seconds and then deactivated his domain, right? Toto's hand only blew up after the domain was fully closed, so we know domain expansion rules can exist even after the domain itself is closed, right? We know this because Toto puts up his own simple domain, covers everything up to his hand, has to cut it off, and it explodes after Mahito has already closed the domain again, right? So we know that, like, domain expansions, at least as a general rule, don't have to, like, can apply even after they're closed, once the rule or once their technique is already in place.
0: So, going back a second, let's assume that, sure, the raw... Violence of curse techniques and especially Sukuna's which are basically all like for killing. Let's be real Yeah, let's say those are all taken out of the equation. What you're left with is like Sukuna in Yuji's body and There's two uh, cases about Because uh, Higuruma said the initial condition for his domain is or for the punishment after the, the domain finds you guilty is that it removes Your uh, curse technique but for Yuji because he doesn't have a curse technique it removes his cursed energy so, with Sukuna, the outcome would be no cursed energy, uh, no cursed technique, but he'd still have his cursed energy. And we know for a fact that, based off of like Megumi's estimation, that uh, three finger Sukuna, just physically speaking, was about as fast as a uh, puppet Toji.
1: There's a, there's a problem you're, I think you're forgetting here. Wait, um, let me, go into l- 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 let me Higur- just finish. let me okay, just,
0: yeah. So, reasonably, we can assume that based off of the power scaling we did earlier with Yuji and Higuruma, uh like, with and without Cursed Energy, respectively, we know that if it was Sukuna, it, no matter what Higuruma did after he passed Judgment, he still has to physically fight the other person. He's just given it the advantage in that, A, the other person loses their Cursed Technique, which a lot of sorcerers just rely on way more than their raw cursed energy output which you know fair game it's a cursed technique it's fun but with Tsukuna like fighting him physically at like three fingers would be a problem yeah but fighting him at 15 fingers of like cursed of cursed energy amount would just be suicide for, for Higuruma right so the reason I want to circle this back to why this panel made me think of Sukuna coming out would be I don't see Yuji winning this uh, thing because like, I, like I he was found guilty. That's pretty much the end of it, right? So reasonably, we can assume that because he was found guilty, whatever judgment is passed on, which I believe it was like the death penalty, like assuming it's like, yeah. So based off my reading of it, it reads as like an insta-kill. And just to be like super conservative with that theory, it's still theory, it's like Yuji's heart stops or something like that. Right, and what do you know? Like, Sukuna's like boom boom, and then Yuji's back. Or, worse off, now that Yuji's considered dead, they're like packed or whatever is kind of null and void. Sukuna takes over again, and then you know, Higuruma dies anyway.
1: Actually, so I, I want to I handle a couple of points, right? So, the first problem is I think your premise is a bit faulty, right? The, the foundation of the argument is under the assumption Sukuna still has cursed energy or can use it, right? The problem is, Higuruma basically says pretty outright, when sorcerers are unable to use their curse technique, their basic control over curse energy becomes a mess, right? And like, and the reason is because, like, they're, here, let me go to the officials, because I was just looking at scans right now. Let me go over to like, let me see, let me grab my phone. Like, Manga Plus puts it in a pretty interesting way. Um,
0: Yeah, but like, again, like, let's assume that let's assume it was just a disruption, right? I don't, think that Sukuna is weak enough for that to- l- like, I'll put it this way, no matter what level of disrupt- disruption occurs, if Yuguruma gets even like one of Sukuna's attacks uh to land on him, it's not- it's gonna be like getting hit- it's gonna be like getting hit by uh with a Kotsu, right? Like any one of his uh, you know, blows could- could be decisive, right? Because he has just so much cursed energy.
1: Here's the problem, we don't know like- The thing is, right, we know that Higuruma's confident that, like, he basically can take out anybody once their cursed energy's gone, and rightfully so, right? This is the basis of most, of almost, like, everybody not named Yuji, Maki, or Toji, right? That's the basis of why they're so strong, right? Yeah. However, the problem is disrupting the curse technique, Higuruma says, disrupts their ability to manipulate cursed energy, and how he puts it is because it goes against their long, like, their ingrained instincts of manipulating it to use techniques, right? Okay. So if we're saying that this rule applies, Sukuna can't use Cursed Energy
0: either. Okay. I wanna, uh, like, my next argument will be based off this premise. Do you think Sukuna is able to understand and use Cursed Energy with the same level of degree, precision, and knowledge as Gojo? Um,
1: you could argue better if you wanted to, but I think, I think probably relative.
0: But, so... Let, he's no slouch, right? And Gojo yeah, no, has the Gojo has the biological advantage of having the six eyes. Sure. So where that comes into for me is essentially the six eyes allows you to read, perceive, and like essentially comprehend cursed energy in this insanely detailed level, right? It's a biological advantage in every way. But Gojo is a biological advantage in and, of, in and of himself, but you know, Sukuna has pretty much the same i could argue the same level of uh attuneness to cursed energy just with a different methodology so i i don't think it's reasonable to say that like a distortion in like an average sorcerer would work the same way with either of those two because their understanding of cursed energy is like vastly superior to higurama's and i don't i don't That's think the thing.
1: i think that honestly works against him so like let's let's look at the way because higurama says it's not just like they can't use cursed energy the problem is it goes against their instinctual nature of how to use it, right? So the reason is because it, it nullifies their ability to manipulate cursed energy in a way to use techniques, right? Obviously, it doesn't inherently mean they can't use to amplify themselves. However, the problem is Higuruma says, basically, that muscle memory, if we want to put it like that, you've acquired, doesn't work, right? You, you it simply, like, all that knowledge. Because Sukuna, as far as we know, his knowledge comes from just being that guy, for like a thousand years or whatever, right? <laughs> he's had a, he's had a lot of time to refine his techniques, learn about cursed energy. However, if all of that, if thousand, if a thousand years of ingrained muscle memory, of ingrained knowledge, of all this stuff is just turned off, or even even worse, reversed or some way, right? We know it would it would honestly be worse the more experienced the sorcerer is, right? That's the way I look at it. Like, imagine if you know you've been walking for however long, right? 18, 20 years, whatever, right? Now imagine if instead of your legs working the way your your muscles have been thinking for the longest time, every time you blink, you move your leg in a different way, right? It would mess you up because it goes against everything your body and mind have built that connection to, right? Even though you've been, and, and it would have, it honestly affect someone like a toddler.
0: Uh, you got disconnected. Did I cut out on? Uh, you cut out on a uh, toddler.
1: Okay, so basically, right? We're talking about muscle memory, I feel like someone who barely just learned how to walk right would be affected less by, like, let's say their nervous system and the way they walk being completely rewired than someone who's been walking for 20 years. Right? The reason is because the muscle memory and the connection acquired is so much stronger that anything different from that would completely throw off your senses. If we assume it's something similar, like your natural muscle memory with manipulating cursed energy is just thrown out of whack. People like Sukuna, who have been doing this for so long, in my opinion, because we don't know the intricacies of how the technique works and whatever, it would be thrown off even worse than, like, a regular sorcerer because of how much finesse he has with his current way of manipulating it, right? Um, But, and obviously there's that. Like, I don't think, I think if it's, not, like, unable to be manipulated, Sukuna's just some regular dude, right? He's not, like, I don't think he's, like, portrayed to be like Yuji and have that. Maybe if we say... He has that like innate physical strength that Yuji has since he's in his body, but I don't know if that's how that works.
0: Well, it's kind of implied that well, it, it my uh personal like headcanon, and I think that's where the story's headed, just based off of what I've seen so far in Jujutsu Kaisen. Like like I think we're all collectively waiting for the moment that Yuji whips out one of Tsukuna's techniques, you know, either by accident or intentionally, because like we're all kind of working under the assumption that that's the end game for, for him. And I am of the mind that it'll work in reverse, too. It's just that Yuji doesn't have as much to offer as Sukuna does. So, like, I think being in his body is a very reasonable thing for him.
1: Sure. Um. Even if that is the case, Higuruma still had, like, a distinct advantage. It wasn't, like, a wide gap. But, Higuruma, like, Yuji is clearly on the back foot here, right? He's... He's running away. He's being crushed underneath Higuruma's hammer, right? Um. So I will say he's probably like Sukuna would still most likely lose that fight. In all honesty,
0: that is an objectively scalding take, man. I'm gonna be real with you. That's that's like a because I
1: because I feel like if if it's Sukuna without cursed energy or at least without like proper cursed energy manipulation, we don't know what that looks like because. It happened on a weird case, right? Huh.
0: Was wait was that a was that a pun?
1: Oh, uh, wait, wait. What I say? Weird case. Could have been a pun. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever. Anyways, <laughs> that was not intentional. If you found that funny, I, I I'm glad. But if you didn't, I, that was not on purpose. In any case, basically, if it's a weird uh, since this is a weird situation, we don't know how it works normally for like experienced people. Like if it was Megumi and it and he just couldn't use cursed energy at all because he couldn't use his cursed technique, I think we'd have a little bit more of a precedent considering how genius he's portrayed to be um but it's a lot of speculation and with that speculation even if we give him the benefit of doubt and say he's as strong as like yuji naturally higuruma still wins the fight because he's beating this yuji um obviously this is a nerfed sukuna but he would beat him if that's the case i however going back to like the beginning beginning don't think sukuna is coming out now i think yeah being honestly i I, I genuinely think sukuna is being built up to the point where we almost like Narratively, forget about him, or at least not forget about like he, his existence, but we forget his prominence. And then, just when we least expect it, he just he just pairs shit up.
0: Yeah, I, but like that. That I just wanted to explain my personal like, because c- if I just say, "Oh yeah, this panel just made me think. Oh yeah, Suka is coming out anytime." It just sounds like an absolutely insane take, because like there's almost no indication based off of the reading material that that's the conclusion you're meant to draw. So, I just wanted to, like, explain that real quick. However, uh, I want to circle back to your um, opinion on that. What was your, what was your uh, takeaway?
1: So, from just this chapter and, like, what I think is going to happen next? Yeah. Okay. So, Higuruma's expression seems a little... Te- like, everything before he's been so, like... Higuruma's been extremely dead-faced or, like, sh- or, like clearly, like, either
0: unhinged or just super serious, right? Or, like... That makes
1: me think he's going to do something unexpected, considering that chapter uh like a couple chapters back where we see like how he wants to keep keep his eyes open to everything and he wants to like make sure um he wants to like you know, he obviously he's dealt with like these like um like criminal court cases, whatever, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think he's going to see Yuji and maybe not outright like think he's good, but need to question further in some way, shape or form, right? I trust that he's going to handle I trust Akutami is going to handle this character interaction well because for me this chapter I didn't get to talk about this quality very much but this was the best chapter I think in the series thus far not thus wow. far but like since chapter 132 I say this is the best one since this is the best one since the IMU chapter I think
0: Dog that's I don't know if it was that good
1: <laughs> It was for me it was really 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 good like the only one that I think you could argue are better in my opinion is like Maki versus Naoya, or, like, the Maki, like, Maki... Like, some of the chapters in the maki Zenin clan arc or whatever. I don't, Besides that, I this mean, is, My personal... fight was amazing, and I think the character moment for Yuji was really dope.
0: For what it's worth, like, my favorite uh, chapter was the, um... In All of the Heavens and Earth, I Alone on the Honored One chapter.
1: Oh, I'm not saying overall, right? That's that's a bit more contentious. What I'm saying is since chapter 132, or like, the tale... Um, I don't know where I cut out, but I'll just re real quick. Basically... I don't think this chapter is the best one, period, but I think it's the best one since chapter 132. I just think in that span, this is the best chapter he's put out.
0: I wouldn't go uh, that far, but I will say it was a damn good chapter. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, really good. Uh, what was your theory about where uh, the rest of the story is going from there?
1: I just think Higuruma is going to somehow—I don't know the specifics of like how the power system, how his domain is going to work like that. I just think he's going to stop the trial by some means, or the trial is going to be stopped by some means— and they're going to somewhat come to a reconciliation or something like that. Either that, or if Akatami just wants to be really crazy, he could switch over to Megami's perspective, and we don't know what happens to Yuji yet.
0: Yo, I thought the same thing. I was like, I've read enough manga to know that the second something cool happens, it's not gonna get resolved for another 30 chapters. (laughs) Like, every single time the main characters split up, you're like, yeah, none of these fights are getting resolved, like, in the next three months. Uh, yeah, I mean,
1: I, I honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you. Even though this is really interesting, and I think this is obviously like 11 out of 10 chapter, and the past few chapters have been really good. Honestly, I'm gonna be honest with you, I think almost every JJK chapter is good, so that's not really saying much for me. But I think this has been really interesting. However, I am so excited to see what Megami's doing. I want to know if he killed them or not. Oh uh, yeah, me too. That would be dope. I want to see. I want to see him. I because we haven't. Here's the thing. We haven't seen him really fight since Toji. We haven't seen him like actually throw hands since the Toji fight. That's that's like fifty chapters ago, right? I want to see Megami beat people up. No, the last um,
0: time I think w- w- that Megami fought was with you could. I wouldn't even. No, I, I was I gonna I was gonna say that, but I don't count that, against that against as a fight it. either. Yeah, yeah,
1: that, that's why I was saying it's more of like an intellectual yeah. battle. But like, I, I mean, like no, really what I was going to say
0: was fight. um inverse guy with him, when yeah, he yeah, Aosaka, yeah. That was
1: a real fight too. Um. Yeah. Honestly, we haven't seen like a real like gritty i think somewhat even solo fight since the finger bearer if you want to take it that far back because like the toji fight was more of a wash like toji was so vastly superior mm-hmm. awasaka was with yuji it's been like almost like 100 chapters since we've seen Megumi by himself fight somebody and either be dominant or like be somewhat even so honestly i'm really excited for how Akutami portrays it. on i'm, I'm I'm just excited for him. he's my favorite character so seeing him going out and fighting and just beating people up is going to be so dope so those are my two things i guess you guys can keep that in mind um either it's going to switch over to megamy's perspective which i'm cool with
0: Yeah, Yo, you know it's so funny it cuts okay. you off in between sentence breaks so it just sounds like you're building up anticipation for the next thing
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay can you can you hear me now though yeah yeah i can hear you now okay so where did i cut off because i was kind of talking fast um,
0: um megamy's your favorite character
1: Okay, so Megan is my favorite character, right? So I'm just excited to see him beat people up in general. In any case, I think so- these, either one of these two things are going to happen. Either it's going to switch to Megumi's perspective, which I'm cool with, or Yuji's going to have the trial interrupted somehow. I don't know the specifics. And then is going to, like, talk to Yuji about it or something. Uh-huh. In any case, I just think it's going to be switching POV or it is going to be staying with... Um, it's going to be staying with Yuji and the trial is going to be interrupted. Either one of those I'm cool with and I'm excited to
0: see. What I think is going to happen, uh, if we're taking this court metaphor all the way through, let's say he, the spirit finds him guilty, which it did. Do you think Yuji's honestly going to sit there and appeal? Because I cannot imagine him doing that with a straight face. It's just appealing, uh, the thing he obviously carries a lot of guilt and shame for. But he can. Because he he can. If Yuji
1: wanted to, if Yuji wanted to, like... If Yuji wanted to skirt the responsibilities of that, he would have. He would have lied, or he would have tried to do— He didn't even think about it, right? There was zero thought. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> he, he was just like, yeah, I did that, right? Because we know Yuji feels, like, immense guilt over this. So, I mean, I doubt he would do anything to try to, like, skirt the— respons- I mean, honestly, you could say, like, at the end of the chapter, he looked determined or whatever. He doesn't look so much, like, sad. Um, Like, the final panel, he's like—he looks sort of, like, ready to take on the consequences— But I don't think he's going to try to, like, avoid them.
0: That's true. Um, Yuji's a good little guy. Ever? Yeah, so Um. I said uh, Yuji's a good little guy, and I can imagine that the interaction with Higurama is probably going to go something like this, based off Higurama's reaction to uh, Yuji confessing, like he was surprised. But I think it was more of a... Do you you read it as a surprise of the action being confirmed, or a surprise that he uh, confessed to the action? Because I read it, uh, you could read it both ways. Yeah. So if you if you take it uh, down the right down the route of oh my god this kid like kills like that oh my god who did I pick a fight with versus yeah. uh, oh my god he's so noble dude this this is a good kid I'm gonna listen to him I'm gonna use my hundred points to like make the Cullen games not involve as much murder.
1: I have My thing. Yeah. I think I think Higuruma's killed too many people to be surprised that murder is something that happened, right? I know, but, like, um, based
0: off of his interactions with Yuji, you can't imagine that he looks at Yuji and he's like, yeah, this guy, mass murder.
1: I mean, ne- definitely not, but, like, I feel like Yuji, I don't think Higuruma could have fought this Yuji and thought that he doesn't have the capability to do it, right? Yuji definitely has, like, the means to do it if he wanted to, right? No, not like um,
0: Sukuna. Not like Zigen. not
1: not at not at the rate, but like Yuji can UG can tear through like anybody that's not a sorcerer. Yuji would literally one shot and murder them. Right?
0: Like, that is such not a low a, bar, man. The weakest sorcerer is always stronger than the strongest human.
1: Yeah, I mean obviously, but what I'm saying is like even with sorcerers, honestly, most sorcerers cannot keep up with Yuji. But like if we're saying like doing something, he couldn't be able to do it as fast, obviously, but he'd be able to do that with liter- literally zero difficulty, right? um you think so Yuji's, yeah i don't think i don't think there's there's not like in shibuya right if we replicate it we just say for some reason yuji's just insane or something he thinks for some reason he thinks every human is a cursed spirit or something right if you want to give him like an in-character reason Mm -hmm. he's just running around one-shotting people right literally like popping their heads off Mm -hmm. and he's doing it in a couple of minutes right Uh, he's faster than he's faster than cars right mm -hmm. and he can he can literally one-shot them i don't know how how like how you how he wouldn't be able to, right?
0: No, I'm not saying he wouldn't be able to. I'm just saying he wouldn't... Like, the total amount of casualties, let's say it takes, like, 10 minutes for a sorcerer to come and stop him. I think Yuji's only maxing out at, like, 50 people.
1: He's getting 100 bodies, at least, I'm saying. Like, he, it depends on how many people are there, right? You like don't he know, would, like, the, he the would population.
0: Liter- the only way to get to 100 would literally have to be, like, in a city and, like, a subway car you know what i mean
1: that that that, that's kind of how i mean shibuya wasn't in in, like when did, it wasn't in a subway car but he was killing people in a packed building right yeah um so i think if yuji just popped into existence at that building everyone in there is dying in like two
0: minutes max so um final thought god so final thoughts on the chapter uh do you want to go first
1: yeah sure final thoughts great chapter one of my favorite in a while um i think that higuruma is going to end this in a unconventional way or i think akitami is going to switch the our, our perspectives over um overall really liked it and it was my favorite chapter of the week as it is usually so you know that's my yeah
0: thoughts. bro i'm I'm such a jjk like fan or stan whatever you want to call it because every single time i read a Jujutsu kaisen manga uh, manga chapter i'm like yep this is great. This is fantastic. He doesn't miss. The only time I ever felt um like cheated by a JJK chapter was when um Akatami did that thing where he pauses the A story for the B story when I got so invested in the A story. And I know that like if I was to look at it objectively, yeah, the B story's gonna slap too. And in this case, yeah. the A story slaps. And I just know, assuming he switches it for Megami uh next week, I just know that's gonna that's gonna be amazing too. What I want, personally, uh, first of all, I give this chapter, like, a 7 or an 8 out of 10. It was really good, but what I really want to see in Jujutsu Kaisen, and I think why I've been so enthralled with it, as much as I have been since I, uh, like, started, is because, like, people actually die, which- which is, like, the dumbest thing to, like, love about a series that's, like, shonen, because people usually don't die en masse, because, like, let's be real- that like Shibuya wouldn't have happened in like any other shonen. Can you imagine like like a Sukuna Shibuya event happening in like Black Clover, for example?
1: Well, here's the thing. I, I will say this: I do give JJK a lot of credit with like killing off people. However, I don't think Tsukuna killing people was something that's that crazy. I do, um, and here, like in and- shonen. Because and here's killing why. random people is something that happens. In, I can I can name you probably tension off the top of my head that happens to that Na- happens in.
0: Okay, fine. Okay, I'll... so
1: Naruto, Naruto what happens in the war. Like I can I can just dead like it happens even in Black Clover. Like Black Clover Black Clover kills randoms all the time. I don't I just don't think those deaths those deaths. No, mean I I was referencing Sukuna
0: and they do for the narrative. So when I say Shibuya, I do collectively mean Sukuna and the Ark. because for the Ark... Like Nanami died, Nobora died. Those are like main characters, right? Gojo got sealed, etc. And if you think about it, you know, uh, and apply it to other shonen, let's take I'm not I'm not gonna touch Bleach with the ten foot pole in this fucking in this fucking episode, dude. I'm, I'm I'm tempted, but I'm not going to. I'm not gonna give in to that temptation. Like Black Clover, in their uh like raid arc where they come across the devil, nobody dies <laughs> aside from like two elves But, for example, um, uh, Mariliona, she should have died, especially after all the elves powered up. Because there were five of them, you know what I mean? And she was, like, beat.
1: Here's my thing. I think Black Clover is a bad example, because I think that's something Black Clover does particularly bad. That's not something Shonen as it I know,
0: okay, but for- I think think it would be,
1: like, I think it's a little bit- Not to say you're doing this intentionally, maybe not. But I think it's a bit cherry-picking, because Black Clover, I think, is- it's almost notorious for that. It's kind of like almost like a fairy.
0: Okay, fine, fine. I'll I'll try to be more fair. I want to s- My Hero Academia. When Shiga- When Shigaraki became like awakened, I don't I couldn't even tell you how many like citizens died because it just looked like it was an abandoned city. To be honest with you, prior to his decay. And by the way, that time he did like basically destroy a city with his decay. Uh, back in the Villain Academia arc. It was literally an entire town of bad guys. Can you imagine the level of hoops you would need to jump through if you're like a manga? You're like, yeah, man. Every single person in this little city—they're they're all evil. Yeah, all an evil corporation. This whole this whole city. All of them. But
1: to be fair, he also killed off people like Mountain Lady. Not Mountain Lady. Um, a Lady Midnight. Um, who was like a character who's been in the series the entire time. Like he killed off a decent <sighs> chunk of people that like mattered. Right. Um, okay.
0: Then why is I'll- All Might alive? Because for, I mean, for all intents and purposes... That, that's similar to
1: saying, like, why is Gojo, like, alive? Like, no, he's alive, no, because, but, all Might, all, but they're both handicapped in the series, unable to do anything important.
0: Okay, I wouldn't even call anything about Gojo handicapped, aside from, like, his own internal, like, I don't want to kill philosophy, but with all my...
1: Gojo? Gojo doesn't want to kill? I don't know. No, uh, let Gojo's me completely fine with it. Let me rephrase,
0: like, if if Gojo really wanted to, he can just, you know become emperor of the Jujutsu kaisen world like if you if you like in an afternoon you know what i mean but for example uh all might was literally handicapped <laughs> like yeah, and, that's what i'm saying i and, feel like and,
1: if we if we praise if we praise jjk for doing that i think we should praise my hero for doing that because both of those were almost unrivaled in the verse well gojo is definitely more unrivaled but all might like did literally kind of take on the final villain a little bit earlier than expected
0: no because he he had bro the first two seasons were all my boss fights and he definitely should have died after that thing with all for one and i understand that the reason he didn't was because he like couldn't die until he until he uh, taught midoriya everything but when you read down the manga which i think is a great segue for our next topic which is going to be our our reviews for the my hero academia uh, chapters this week which by, which by the way, I'm, I'm patting myself on the back for segwaying us into that topic like that. I'm, 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 Yeah, but he doesn't do that. And all my, doesn't want to die because he's like, I need to be there to train uh, Midoriya to like teach him how to use his powers and make him like a proper successor, but bro, Deku's like, nah man, you good. I, I don't need you anymore. Like, just go go home old man.
1: I think that's more of a problem. Okay, I will say this. I I'm, I have a video on it, well, not yet, but, like, I'm gonna post a video, probably, like, by the time this ends up, it's probably gonna be out, like, the next day, whatever, um, talking about, like, Ekku's, like, disappointing, something, some, like, somewhat clickbaity thing, basically, I'm talking about why I think that execution of that arc was not horrible, but it was, in comparison to what it could've been, pretty piss-poor, right, you, I think there was a what? lot more potential than
0: Are you talking about the, uh, like, the final the arc? The
1: villain hunt, the villain hunt arc. Like Um, um where Shigaraki awakens?
0: No, 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 no. So I'm talking
1: about after, right after the war, where Deku's, like, all dirty and grimy or whatever. I think the execution of that arc—and really, Deku as a character recently is kind of just—he's still good. He's still, to me, one of the best characters, like, top five in the series. But I feel like in terms of his potential, he's not living up to it. And I, I made a video talking about that. But regardless, right, I do think that is not a problem of all my—should have, like, been dying— But I think
0: that it just kind of seems like a
1: problem of the execution of his, like him being a mentor.
0: Yeah. And, the the writing's on the wall for All Might because I, I can feel Horikoshi's desire to kill All Might via Shigaraki doing it, you know, bringing this thing full circle. You can feel Horikoshi's desire to have this one perfect moment with uh, Shigaraki killing All Might and really bringing the story full circle. And you know, bro, you, can, you just know he's going to want to do it in front of Deku. He's going to be like, yeah, Shigaraki's going to kill All Might in front of Deku. He's going to be so fucking helpless. And then it'll be like this really sick moment. And... I I don't know what it is but I just feel like he's forcing it because that's not the way the story he's actually written is panning out. So for me, uh a great okay, so a great example of like I think accidental good writing on Horikoshi's part and I know that's going to sound condescending because it, I'm assuming he's not doing this intentionally. Um was this past chapter, right, where uh Stars and Stripes, it, you read it, right? Yeah. Thank you. I, 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 do, I'm, I it's an art for me, but, uh, you read the last chapter, right? Like the from yesterday. Yeah. So Stars and Stripes basically won for all intents and purposes. She, she basically beat Shigaraki at the cost of her own life, and whatever damage she does is going to have major impacts on, uh, Shigaraki as an organism moving forward. Right. The sheer amount of damage his body has taken, I doubt that. Like, I'll put it to you this way all hope of a perfected Shigaraki, like, body for uh, all for one is basically gone. There is no way that, yeah, there's no way that body's coming out, like, as, as intended in the blueprint, right? Like, like that's, those are damaged goods at this point. I but, hope so. I yeah. feel like,
1: I feel like Horikoshi, I'm not going to say he is or isn't, I feel like he can fumble if, because of the thing, like, if I'm thinking it from, from the perspective of, of an audience who only has limited information on where the story can go, there to me, I don't see any way. Hor Horikoshi can make Shigaraki just not lose all of his quirks, right? That doesn't make much sense. Like he should literally, because if if, if um uh, you know Stars and Stripes like New Order, it's just destroying other quirks, right? He mm-hmm. should literally just Shigaraki should be quirkless in like a chapter, right? But obviously that's not gonna happen. Um, so I'm to me, I feel like. He can make this impactful, and we'll talk about this, I guess, when we talk about more in-depth on the chapter, specifically not just overall My Hero. He can make it impactful, but he can also very easily fumble and make this a pretty, like, wasteful use of her character, I think. Yeah. And make it kind of lame.
0: Especially because, like, if what her fight to Shigaraki amounts to is essentially nothing, and this was all, like, a massive waste of time that's gonna make me like a little upset because Stars and Stripes, the quirk, the character, the the entire fight had such massive lore impacts based on how Horikoshi wrote it as oh yeah, uh, all for one secretly had his eye on this particular quirk the entire time. It was actually part of his like genius master plan. It was to get this mm-hmm. quirk and one for all and become like the ultimate deity in My Hero Academia, right? Yeah. And then the person with the quirk like he uh, Shigaraki takes the quirk. This whole fight happens, and then he's just like, "Welp, I am fine." I'm like, "Then what the yeah. f- like? I, you don't need to make him uh, Shigaraki this much stronger t- to like justify a fight with Deku." You know, let's like Deku's still like f- yeah. like a 16 year old who gets his bones broken. It's, like he can't, he can't even use all the qu- all the quirks yet. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: Um, here, so, I guess, What do you think it's cool to just subway into the chapter fully now?
0: Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, I
1: didn't like this chapter all that much. Now, I'm, I'm gonna, I wanna I'm phrase it like this, right? I am not surprised that this happened. So, before anybody's like, this is so obvious, right? <laughs> I'm not surprised that this happened, right? Ever since Stars Stripes was introduced, at first it was a feeling, but I literally, as, like, you knew, everybody, everybody who has a brain knew she wasn't gonna beat Shigaraki, right? Yeah. However... So that immediately, immediately narrowed Horikoshi's options, right? Mm-hmm. And then when he introduced how powerful a quirk was, that narrowed them even further, right? Because he could do one of, one of like three or four things, right? He could either A, have her win. Not an option, really. So now we have three things. He could B, have her get bullied and, and lose, right? Not really an option, considering she was just introduced as like the number one hero in the U.S. So we have two options. And then you have her do damage but not win, likely and that's kind of what happened or you have her like win kind of like beat him down and think he's dead and then leave which didn't happen right and th- I don't really like this option because I feel like I don't like jobber characters I don't like characters that are introduced for the sole reason of be- like hyped up. this you know even though we never mentioned this character they were super powerful and super important right and and now we're gonna have them fight this villain and then they lose right I'm much more of a—if Stars and Stripes was, like, a character, I don't know, who'd been in the background, been slowly building, and mm-hmm. we'd seen her maybe fight before, yeah. whatever, and then see her lose, that's dope. Like, for example, if Gojo and Tsukuna happens or whatever in, like, a conventional manner, that'll be dope, even if Gojo loses, because he's obviously not a jobber. We've seen him put in work. That loss will mean something. Stars and Stripes loss. Only means something because Horikoshi put words on paper to say it does, right? Yeah. There's no actions backing that. There's no, and not to say you can't like it. I think there's there's decent aspects to it. I think he no, did because, the best bro, like, with the bad decision that he made.
0: So here's the, like, I agree. He definitely, and I'll be honest, he killed it. Stars and Stripes, the character and the quirk is fucking amazing. And the reaction to it, like on Annie Twitter and just generally the community, has been positive. Like people like her. Like I fucking like her, right? Mm. But I think what all of our collective problem is is that she was if you think if you break it down into like a percentage of the wider My Hair Academia lore she was introduced explained why it was so Im- she was so important and then beaten within like a month in the last mm-hmm. eight years that My Hair Academia has been like being written so it almost feels like a cheat in the tw- in the 11th hour mm-hmm. because yeah. bro she's she's too significant
1: I don't know. I feel like I. I mean, okay. So let me just give the general. I guess like because we kind of talked about like the plot synopsis breakdown for the JJK chapter. So basically, for all those that don't know and are still watching this, I ever, <laughs> right? And Stripes fight Shigaraki, She loses. She gets like her. She gets disintegrated, and she made it so her quirk ravages other quirks Right. That's basically the 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 ten second version of the of the chapter, and that's cool in concept. Here's my thing. This is not a good thing in my opinion. This is the best thing Horikoshi could have done as soon as he entered Stars and Stripes into the series. As soon as he made her character this powerful and supposedly this important to the overall world of My Hero, this is probably the best outcome, right? I think, personally, he fucked up by en- by having her show up here, right? I get you wanting to add world building and make the world seem a little bit more alive, and it makes sense that Shigaraki becomes a world threat. However, mm-hmm. this should have been built up to before. This is too late. Yeah, in my opinion,
0: bro. I, I swear, uh, the best way I can describe Horikoshi's running style is I don't know if you've ever seen this movie called Whiplash, but there's yeah. this scene in it where uh, it's basically about uh, mu- a guy in music school. Hold on, let me let me quiet Facebook because I keep getting notifications. All right, so it's about this guy who goes to uh, music school and he's a drummer and he gets this really hard ass instructor that's like I've heard of that I've heard yeah,
1: I've watched it I've heard it's a really good movie. It's though.
0: amazing. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. But like there's this scene where um he's performing in front of the teacher and the guy is like just sweating giving it his everything and the guy keeps mm. stopping him he's like okay so I'm going to I'm going to tr- help try to make you understand what the problem is. But first I want you to tell me what you think the problem is are you rushing or are you dragging? And uh, basically rushing is too fast and dragging is too slow. And Uh so the guy's like, I don't know. And he's like, well, do it again. And every single time uh, they go through this interaction, the teacher gets progressively angrier until the last time where he throws a chair at him Uh because he gets like angry that he doesn't know. So whenever I think to uh, pacing in anime, I think back to that scene because I'm like, Mangaka is either rush or drag, but Horikoshi is the only manga I've ever seen in my entire life to do both on such extreme ends of the spectrum. The entirety of the My Hero Academia story has taken place over, like, three to four years. No, not even. Like, one to two. But at the yeah. same time, too much has happened in that amount of time. Cause I you, agree. Yeah. I think i think well here okay i probably so didn't the need way to. i'm
1: talking makes it seem like i don't even like the series i do like oh, it dude, i think same, i have it like same. a solid eight yeah but here's my problem right there are key things that i think horikoshi doesn't do and i'll talk about that in a bit we can talk about my hero as Bro, I, a I in a little yeah, bit yeah I, I probably
0: um i probably didn't need to say that thing about whiplash <laughs> <laughs> no, no no it's cool
1: i think it was a, i think it was a good analogy of how he does both i just want to make it clear like I have my hero at like a solid eight. I think it's mm-hmm. a good series. And I think it does more right than it does wrong. Mm-hmm. However, Horikoshi does have some big narrative. He, he messes up sometimes. He fumbles. Like most manga could do that, right? And mm-hmm. it's fine to think that Horikoshi doesn't, in your opinion, whatever. But I think this was a big fumble. He he tried to do the best he could with it. And I respect that a lot. I think that I think messing up and then being able to somewhat recover that is extremely impressive. However, I do think that there's an inherent problem with introducing someone this strong, yes. this late, and then having them still lose, right? And that's fine. Obviously, he needs her to lose. That makes sense. But it shouldn't I don't think I think the entire idea of it having to be like this is messed up. And I, I just think it was it was convoluted that she lost the way she I don't know, not convoluted. That's not the way I want to put
0: it. Like she still it's just, she still went out like hard. You know, it was it was a nice exit. Yeah, exactly.
1: He did well. But I don't care I don't care about Here's her a- to the same degree that like, for example, All Might versus All For One with both of them somewhat taking a loss there, mm-hmm. right? That really meant a lot because mm-hmm. All Might had shown the work. He had shown he was he was he didn't just state he was the strongest hero in Japan and then lose, right? Or mm-hmm. or barely get a win like Stars and Stripes, Stars and Stripes literally was just like, yeah, I'm strong. And it's like, cool, I understand your Kirk strong, but we don't have that backlog of information, of emotional connection, of narrative implications, all this building up to her loss. It's just, I'm strong, I'll tell you I'm strong for the first two chapters, and then I lose.
0: Yeah. I'm not a fan, personally. See, so here's what I think. I think that the only way to salvage this for Horikoshi is to keep the damage that she did as like a very significant plot point. Because if he just abandons it, like if Shigaraki or Slash All For One is just like, ha ha ha, I've devised the solution, I've won in the end, then it'll all be for nothing and that'll actually be bad writing. But if he keeps it as a plot point of, yeah, this fight crippled Shigaraki's body in a way that just can't be recovered, he's never going to reach 100% of his full potential and it makes the fight slightly easier for uh, Class 1A and Deku, etc., then I think that'll go an insanely long way into aiding uh my academia's general storyline for sure I, I
1: i do think i like i said i was talking with this like with a friend of mine right the other day mm-hmm. and i was saying if Horikoshi makes some of his quirks can you imagine if he gets decay
0: like destroyed that would be so crazy i know and, bro he, i'm gonna be real with you Without decay, Shigaraki is basically just a beefed up Nomu, and I, I think, oh my god, it's gonna make the fight so hey, much easier. Listen, because part of the reason it was so hard, the hands on, bro, it, he's
1: putting the hands
0: on Shigaraki yeah. without without decay. I going to be real with Dude, you. Easily, easily, and it the, the 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 funniest part is that I think the decay was such a huge problem for them just because of the um, the like the blast radius or whatever you want to call it. Like just getting him to stay off the ground is the hard part. Like if they just fought him like shigaraki's not winning
1: yeah i mean here's the thing i don't think deku has much help in this fight like i know the theme is going to be like it's our hero academia yeah. there's gonna be a lot of people and that's cool that's a theme that's fine i i do think a 1v1 can be cooler just i like i like the 1v1s but the, but obviously from a thematic standpoint it makes sense right it, it's you know under- understandable so i'm not gonna say it's bad writing what i will say is who's helping deku putting hands on shigaraki Endeavor. Like maybe Endeavor, like Endeavor, Endeavor, right? But Endeavor Endeavor got kind of bullied by Shigaraki, an even weaker version. Like, like Shigaraki stomped on, on Endeavor's spine, right?
0: Yeah, but first of all, um, Endeavor, <laughs> just, I, I gotta touch on this because you just reminded me, this is the funniest thing in uh, My Hero Academia's story structure. So you know how um Horikoshi Her- likes to do parallels, like Endeavor, Bakugo, uh, Deku, All Might, etc.? um and yes i said bakugo not todoroki because like you can tell the number 2 complex no, sure. yeah it's just i i i know some people will be like oh didn't you mean todoroki no i didn't fuck you um sorry a little bit of a uh, passive aggressiveness there nah, i told you. <laughs> um but yeah when it comes to uh horikoshi's like preference for themes uh i just want to go back to this thing i said about you can sense certain things he does and I want to know your take on this, or if I'm just like reading into it a little bit too much. But in that fight between All For One and All Might, it was like a one-on-one fight, and the implication that I got was that this was the last like fight that would be settled like that, because um, based off of it's Deku- definitely
1: the death of an era. It's yeah, the of, it's the death of a singular person yeah, carrying the burden of the bro, world. because
0: I fucking know. So okay, I'm calling it right now. Like whoever's listening to this clip this if I'm right here's how it's gonna go not only will the fight be pitched like uh, Shigaraki versus all of class 1A all united Mm -hmm. but I think at some point they're gonna be beating up Shigaraki so bad and Horikoshi's gonna do this one thing where he gets all the League of Villains people to join Shigaraki as like a see the villain has comrades too
1: yeah dude listen I'm gonna be honest with you like I, I think, like, obviously, you're going to win.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You're going to win, man. I know, but, um, but, but, like, do you, but like, but what, like, I can't conceptualize the League of Villains and like all the Nomus losing to Clash. Like, they're getting. Cause let's let's say Deku and Shigaraki occupy each other, right? Everybody, mm-hmm. like, Endeavor is going to handle a couple of Nomis, and then the rest of them are just going to get bullied. Like, I don't know, man.
0: I like uh, I like that you said Nomus, because I can. <laughs> Nomis. Huh? I know, right? Imagine like fucking nomu hanging out in like a break room like hey what up nomi uh anyway so (sighs) you know i was thinking about bakugo's role in the story because i made a video about him a while ago about him being useless and the worst fucking thing in the world happened because bro the literal like chapter that got released after i made that video was Oh, by the way, all of class one A is here, and Bakugo apologized. They're gonna to fight together. I'm like, well, fuck you, Horikoshi. Had this great <laughs> <laughs> Horikoshi. Horikoshi,
1: watched your video. And was like, oh, bet, bet for
0: real. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll bro, he, he, he changed the entire chapter like the the, the, the the same night. He was like, fuck this guy. I'm
1: gonna be honest. A little little gripe I have, and I obviously covered a little bit more in the video. That apology, or not the apology. I think Bakugo's apology was like there for a while, mm-hmm. but that that confrontation should have been. Deku should have been cooking by himself for two, three more chapters, I think. At bare minimum. Bare minimum. I think he should have been dealing... I, I, I think Orokoshi does a very poor job of giving us introspection onto Deku's mindset, right? I think he does horrible at that. Like, really? Obviously, we can infer at what Deku's thinking, right? But where is the... like? And once again, it's implicit... But to a point, you have to explicitly show some of the characters' moments, right? You have to do that. Um, but, what, like, Deku, where's where's the lingering—there's no lingering anything. I feel like with Shig- he does it much better with his villains, right? With a Shigaraki, with a Dabi, with a Twice, with a Toga, right? He's able to explore their mental state in a way he just doesn't do with Deku. And it's so frustrating because I think his character has so, so much of a higher skill ceiling than everybody else's.
0: You know, it's funny that we're talking about my academia in this way, because all we were doing for the Jujutsu Kaisen part, we were just gassing Jujutsu Kaisen up the entire time. And Mm -hmm. now we're like, all we're doing is like levying all this criticism towards my academia, (laughs) just justifiably. So I 100% agree. But it's super funny because based on these impressions, had we not said anything, everybody would have be like, "Oh yeah, they love JJK. These are fucking JJK fanboys," which we are. I'm not gonna like. Yeah, yeah, that. I am. Yeah, but <laughs> like they'd also be like, "Man, these guys are the biggest My Hero haters." No, I, I I love the series. Like, look, it's I, like it's just it's just like
1: it's just um I think frustrating. I think it's not, so frustrating. It, it's you, frustrating because and, and it's frustrating not just because I don't. It's frustrating because I think the series can be so much better at times. I know. Like obviously, it's an eight. But there are certain the character setups, all these things, can easily be raised to a point where, obviously, not now. I don't think. I think we're really late in the game for that. But I think the certain things may be executed better. Whatever it can, it could be for me, like in the same realm of JJK. It's just not because I don't like the the interactions as much. Whatever, yeah. right? Like I said, Yada it. is eight. These criticisms come for sure from a place of desiring more from the series not that it's it's not like a oh this is bad and here's why it's a i like this and it could be better and here's why that's how i feel about it
0: hey you know i was thinking about all the gripes i had with my academia i was just like i want to sit down and list all of them one by one and i think what i kept kind of circling back to in one way or another was just the um character development it's it it goes all these characters get character development, like, one, one after each other. You get, arc, you get an arc, you get an arc, you get an arc, you get an arc, right? And then, at some point, he just instantly forgets that he ever wrote anything about these characters in his entire life. And uh, yeah. I think a really good example would be, like, Kirishima. Like, Kirishima got some nice character development. And then, I think it was after the overhaul arc or something, where Horikoshi was like, Who is this guy? Because Kirishima gets this insanely, like, nice power-up, and then he's just forgotten. L- like, like that's it. And then D- Deku just casually breaks out of his uh, hold or whatever. It, like, it just bugs me, because if you're gonna set up all these side characters to be, like, a Justice League or something, because, like, that's the vibe that Horikoshi seems to be writing in, then why the hell are all these members so much weaker? Because, I, I like, okay, uh, I don't know if you've read Justice League comics, but it seems like... The good ones are written like everybody has like a thing to do, a role to play, and it's really nice. The bad ones are always okay. We need to hold this guy off until Superman gets here.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like okay. So I think I think if you're going to use that uh, Kirishima, Kirishima, however you want to say it, mm-hmm. is a bad example because I do feel like he is a role player. Like he took down, he was the he was a pretty big factor in taking down Giganto Machia, right? I feel like you want to use, you could use someone like. Denki, right? Or, like, a, I don't know. I feel like Class 1A is very hit or miss for me. Like, if you were to ask me on certain days what oh, I oh, think about Oh, sorry, I sorry. Like,
0: I thought of something better. Ida. Mm. Ida. Ida, um,
1: okay. I don't like Ida, actually. And it's wow. not because I think he's... I don't like him, honestly. I think he's fine. I don't like his personality, mm. really, at all. um I, It's not like I dislike him. It's just if you were to ask me how I feel about Ida, i would be like, he's a character that exists.
0: Bro, like, he got some insanely amazing character development in the Stain arc. Like, like stellar character development, right? Sure. But... He was absent for a good chunk of the second half of My Hero Academia up until this point. Up until getting Deku back, I'd almost forgotten Ido was a character.
1: I'm gonna say this. I think that, like... I don't know if this is like an unpopular opinion. I think Uraraka is much better at being like a role player than someone like Ida, and I like her a lot more in the story. And I don't even like her all that much. I think she's very overhated and somewhat underrated by the My Hero. Um
0: I like I, bro, I like uh, Uraraka because, you know, damn it. That's a bleach take. Never mind. I can't do it. <sighs>
1: Oh, you are not about to trash. You are not about Bro, to... I hate her so on. much,
0: Ronan. Dude, Bro, you're, I hate you're, her you're so trash much. for that take. You're I hate trash her for that so take. Much. You're trash for that take. She listen, is such listen, a listen. garbage character, man.
1: I'm, you're literally wrong. Anyways, we'll, yes. talk, we'll
0: talk... We're going to save
1: that for next episode. Yeah, God, we'll, man. That's... Yeah. Dude, I... All right, I, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, oh, man.
0: Yeah. Okay, back to In my case, hero I like, yeah I like
1: I like. Uderaka. Whatever, Mm -hmm. right? Anyways, overall for the chapter, since we're kind of talking about that initially, Mm -hmm. I like, ignoring the other problems I have with Horikoshi's, like, certain, like, way of going about things, right? Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't, like, I I think the chapter, I respect the chapter from, like, a writer's perspective. It's like, wow, it was pretty impressive to retrieve that fumble in really any form, right? That's impressive to me. Mm -hmm. However, I don't think you should have been in a position where you fumbled like this to begin with, therefore i don't like the chapter right that's how i feel about it that's where i stand so it's a i respect it i think he did the best with what he had but remember he put himself there to begin with so so you know kind of how do you feel about that
0: so what i feel about uh my Hero Academia as it stands right now. Just to kind of wrap up my overall thoughts on this this chapter and the entire series as a whole is that I have trouble buying into a good My Hero Academia chapter because I'm always ready for Horikoshi to take it away in like a following chapter. So, for example, like he wrote a, a I think objectively fantastic chapter with uh, uh Stars and Stripes fight with uh Shigaraki all for one, and that was a big development, right? But like I said before, if in the next chapter or something. Shigaraki is like, I found a way to make it so that none of the damage incurred in this fight means anything, and it will have no lasting effects. I will be furious, and it will have retroactively made that amazing chapter awful because it will have meant nothing. At that point, it, Like it's just filler.
1: Yeah, and I, I think I think that I also feel like if just garbage quirks that Shigaraki never used are lost either, yeah, I do not care. Yeah, I think that would be lame. He's like, yeah, I had the quirk to, you know, uh, stick my sand, my feet in the sand really quickly or something. I don't know, just really bold, like just random garbage quirk. If those Here. are the only ones destroyed, I'm going to be heated too. I want something, I want some real impact. But, um, you, you said something earlier, because we kind of, would you say that's kind of like wrapped up our our stuff on, like, My Hero?
0: Uh, um, this can be the wrapped Kind Well, wait,
1: this isn't really related to My Hero, it's more related to something you said that kind of caught my ear, I guess.
0: Oh, okay, so... Um, yeah. Uh. Overall ratings. Well. Overall over, ratings. Over. Yeah. Uh, I give it a conditional eight out of ten.
1: You have it higher than the JJK chapter.
0: Because it was technically more happened, and I did like. Ooh, the, and I that, did. That, li- listen. Uh, I did. I did appreciate the twist of Shigaraki actually having incurred like an insane, an insanely specific amount of damage to his like mm. being, because it wasn't so much that she like beat beat up his body like she attacked his quirks like that's an objectively mm-hmm. like cool thing
1: sure 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 i have this this chapter like a six out of ten i think
0: condition wait conditionally or objectively
1: well i want to get into that in a little bit but okay. um i think i think it can be, i it's a six out of ten that can be made worse listen let me put it like this it's a six out of ten that can be put bumped up to a seven depending on the impact or bumped down to a five depending on the lack of it
0: okay i got you
1: so like the middle of the road, like assuming like, yeah, that, that's, that's what I'll say. Six out of 10 middle of the road. Um, cool. But something that like kind of caught my attention earlier is you were like, this is an objectively good chapter. Do you think writing like a, like a story can be objectively well written? Yes. Because That's an interesting topic. Ooh. So, um, it's yes, a good topic we disagree on. I like it.
0: Okay. So here's the thing. If you were to t- pick up a how to write book, or a how to be a filmmaker book. There are always these like tenants and rules of like practice that you need to follow, which uh, let's take a sitcom, for example. That's like the easiest thing that comes to mind for me. Um, Sitcom structure is A, B, A plot, B plot, commercial break, um, conflict, commercial break, and then resolution, and that's the last commercial break, right? These are like the things you need to do. That's just the structure of the thing you need to write. But, for example, not every sitcom episode is amazing, but the ones that are amazing, they still use that plot, th- that structure. So, the structure is always, like, it's a fact, right? Like, that's just how it's done. Like, like there's no opinion to be had there, right?
1: what are you saying? What, what part of it are you saying? You're saying the structure that it does this, then that, then that yeah. no, I'm, is I'm, factual.
0: Yes, like, because that's just right. how these, like, things so, are written, right? It's like saying okay. you, it's like, the difference between a light novel and a manga is literally just purely talking structure is the amount of words to uh drawing ratios. Like yeah, right. Sure. Okay. That's ob- yeah. that's objective. Okay. Yes. I
1: think so I'll ask you this. Do you think something can be objectively good or bad? Yeah. I, I was I was
0: getting to that. Okay. okay so right. with uh with that in mind, right, like you have this we all agree like the structure is the structure. Like depending on, you know, whether we like it or not, it just doesn't change what it is. So when you get down to it, that's like the baseline that we're all Uh, building towards uh, building from like that's that's the base of our structure
1: sure sure so so here's what i'll say then um, okay go ahead ahead.
0: so from there you know generally the things that people want without necessarily them knowing that that's what they want so for example people want to feel enjoyment they want to feel attachment to the characters they want x y and z But they don't know how they want it. So, for example, if you're writing, like, Black Clover or, like, Jujutsu Kaisen, you're obviously not writing uh, to make it suck. You want people to to like the work, getting grossed in the lore, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Where uh, different things matter is in how you execute upon these feelings that you're basically now in control of. So, I hate when people say some shit like, it's generic, so it's bad. Because it's all about, like, what you're really trying to say is, the structure is perfect, but they don't do anything to build on top of it. Like, they don't paint the walls, they don't, I don't know, add air conditioning. I know this metaphor is getting away from me, but I'm trying to I'm trying to be as, like, visual as I can.
1: No, I I get you.
0: Yeah. So, from there, if you have the building made the correct way, and you do all of essentially what's required of you, then you just have a story that exists, that is the most yeah, sure. yeah that is the most so, technical bland like thing you could possibly make. However, when you get to the finer details, is what separates something being good from something being bad. So we can say that uh, something being objectively good follows the structure all the way through. It has the correct moments to pay off like certain things in the chapters or whatever or episodes whatever medium you're consuming and it's elicits a feeling of familial completion to the audience viewer they're like ah yes this is supposed to happen and it did but not necessarily the plot like for example if it's like the end of like a pilot episode of a show right you know that the only thing this thing is meant to do is to get you attached to the rest of the show to keep you watching or like yeah. uh f- for youtube like because we're both youtubers yep. you know generally what a good thumbnail is right you know it has to be like three elements max like minimal on text you you know you can't just go in there and fucking upload a picture of the mona lisa without like a captivating Here, title or something right here's like, the
1: thing you bring that up but like the thing is, different thumbnails work for like I've seen somebody like I don't know if you know the mass Man, you know, homie of mine, but he, he uploaded this thumbnail of just like a greater than sign, right? Ah, uh-huh. was what was, and, the, and what it was said, the
0: what was the title? Like we need to stop this or something. Yes, something like that, yeah. right? It's a it's a completed and package. That's, that's what I'm saying. But but, that, that, but I'm saying it's like that doesn't that's
1: not what someone would. Okay, I, I'll let you finish because I, yeah. my argument is a little bit different than that. Go ahead and go okay. ahead and finish your
0: argument. So like with structure, right? Like whatever. The thumbnail by itself is not the structure, right? It's it's a it's a part of a structure. It's it's a missing piece if it's just by itself. Like if he uploaded that with like zero uh title and like zero context about what his channel was, and zero context about like what that symbol means in relation to like anime Twitter or something. Mm. It's just a picture of a less than sign with a guy w- w- uploaded with a guy from like uh w- with like a red profile picture. Yeah. So fundamentally you still need to know what it is that's being made so in the example of like a manga y- you need like the pictures with the words to make a story right that's literally yeah. just what you that, that's like the, the, the most okay, so, basic
1: shit so so far i want to say i agree with what you're saying objectively speaking in order for it to be a manga there are certain things that you need like prerequisites that you need to to um, like reach. Okay, so I agree with that up to this point. I just want to make that clear. So like, right. I'm not disagreeing with anything yeah. you said so far. So
0: I, I figured out an easier way to like uh, put my thoughts. Okay, bro, I know Doofy's watching or something or like listening to this part, and he's just like <laughs> typing away like his script for, don't, for the response. Don't worry,
1: don't worry, Doofy. I got you. I got you, Doofy. <laughs> I got the arguments for you on deck. Right. Um. So yeah, go ahead.
0: Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is just the let's say. Like I use the terms objective and subjective a little bit, you know, tongue in cheek, but Mm -hmm. let's assume, uh, good and bad equals to uh, success or flop. Just, just Mm, okay, sure. Just, just for the sake of this thing, right? For, um, let's say, why is Battle Shonen so popular? The genre, right? Because if it was really just like, 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 why didn't it just end a Dragon Ball? Why wasn't it just like Dragon Ball? Is, is it? That's it battle shonen it's over. So why then did Naruto pick up? Why then did Bleach pick up, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. It's because there is a general like feeling of the same structure, the same kind of story being told, but all the little nuances are what give each thing its its like distinct identities. Like for example, I would consider you know One Piece or maybe Naruto pretty boilerplate like shonen anime because they lack any kind of they don't do anything subversive enough to warrant them being like, oh wow, this is like revolutionary. And, and and that's not to say it's always been like that, right? Like obviously nobody knew what the fuck it was when it first came out. But I meant as time went on, they became the standard for what the genre mm. is like considered. And now you get shit like JJK, which, in my opinion, is not standard. <laughs> non standard. Sure. Yeah, ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: agree. Yeah. Um But Here's so- the thing. I
0: think that's a little bit
1: unfair to assess like
0: Uh, I'm not being cliche okay okay Okay. so uh oh my god there's a fucking siren are you shitting me okay bro did somebody answer a siren with a different siren bro cops are cops are getting fucking weird out there um sorry that really threw me off what you like do you get their attention with a different siren like what (laughs) Is it like truck drivers honking their horns at each other i I have no idea no. yeah okay, sorry um so if you um it's good that you it's interesting that you bring up cliches because for something to have been a cliche, it has to like have worked been duplicated into oblivion to where it became the norm, and then from there whatever subverts it or adds on to it or does whatever it needs to is what eventually breaks through and then it kind of rinse repeats right, sure. So my uh, take is at some point when something becomes so completely uh, repeated over and like done over and over and over and over over again until it's become a staple of the thing you're making, it gets that thing essentially transforms into a piece of the structure. And so it becomes just as truthful or like objective as the uh, general structure of, uh, of the medium so so
1: i I have a few obviously i'm going to disagree because i disagree with the premise or like mm -hmm. the conclusion you draw from that but Mm -hmm. so here's the first uh, like questions i need to like get like clarification on so one do you think right that success or failure is objectivity right like if a manga as well let me put it like this let me ask you this question first this is the base of it can a manga be objectively better than another manga
0: Yes, but it has nothing to do with the level of enjoyment somebody could feel. Okay. So, right. uh in- what is
1: what is that objectivity based off of?
0: Elements of writing a story. So, uh so what, Okay, so let's 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 one
1: un- let's unravel that. Uh uh-huh. What elements of writing a story make another one object like give me like one or two, right? What so, makes a story objectively better than another one?
0: Depth, themes, okay. and ex- Why? and execution. Let's- because okay, so
1: why, why does the depth or themes of a story make it better or worse? Like, objectively speaking, not to your own personal taste.
0: Okay, so objectively speaking, the best way I could describe it is... So the sensation I feel when I enjoy something is vastly different from the sensation I feel when I uh, can see the merit in something. So if I were to pull up a piece of art right now, like, I don't know, uh, Da Vinci's like, Naked Man or something, right? <laughs> and i was going to sit there and tell you this thing was like mathematically pristine right and i'm explaining why it's like people have their panties in a twist over this like naked guy in a circle sure you would come you would come away knowing all the same information and you can then say oh yeah i can either see why people uh like this i can see why people i don't see why people like this but it doesn't change the the fact that the information is the information. So the amount of like shit that that like describes it and the amount of stuff it is doesn't change based off your enjoyment, but I don't think you'd be foolish enough to say it's not there.
1: Okay, so I think here's the problem. I think what you're what you're creating or what you're I think failing to realize is that there's a distinction between something being good because it is the case objectively, like observably, right? So by like, I don't know, like a scientific method or being out like being observable to like object okay, so like let me put, let me give you an example of something that's subjective, right? Okay. If I hold up two of my fingers, right? As long as we have a common understanding of what two means. Every single person on the planet that has v- the visual acuity to do so will understand that I'm holding up two fingers. It is not possible to, un- to like, uh, uh, obviously providing you have the knowledge of what these things are, it is not possible to say it is not two, right? Two is two is two is two. Mm-hmm. It's not, there's no, There's mathematically there's no distinction there, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so we set that aside. What I'm saying, the reason I th- I'm saying manga and art in general, at least the quality of it, is subjective is because these things that we consider good are based off of a foundation that does not is not agreed upon nor can be objectively proven outside of our own minds right so for like for example right oh wait let's
0: like let's get into the philosophy of this for a second because it 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 actually does favor my argument for one simple reason right Human beings are the only arbiters of truth because the only other people that make art are other human beings. So it's that's safe. Fine.
1: So it's safe if to you say it, if you say we're the arbiters of truth, though. When one person disagrees on that fundamental truth, that's showing that it's only subjective. No, no. What I, I'm saying no, 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 there I'm, are I'm, truths to you, right? So but there are not objective truths of the universe or of art like that have to exist, right? Yes,
0: because art is inherently sub- subjective like that. But what I what I mean to say is that. Let's say that there's this like drawing that fucks up with with the part of your brain that senses that like sees the color blue, right? I think there's actually art like this. If you like look at it for too long, it messes up your like corneas or something and you can't see colors the right way. But yeah. if you were to look at this thing and be like, "Yeah, this is, you know, I don't know, dangerous art or something." And somebody was like, "But all it does is just change my uh like color perception." it wouldn't change the function that it does, right? The person would need to acknowledge the function. So to me, a person acknowledging the function of objectively good, like in story, is just them saying, ah, yes, it does the things that like a story does, I just don't enjoy it or I do enjoy it. Well,
1: here's here's the thing though, what I'm saying is that that, that fundamentally is subjective, right? So like, let's look at it, right? Someone, some person, right? had to create this idea or this framework of what quality is right this is good because i associate quality whether that be enjoyment or like a like a thematic you know question or this philosophical discussion that maybe arises from this narrative right mm-hmm. like i think this story is good or i'm asserting that this story is good because of these reasons right now what i think you're saying is stories can be good based off of that framework and i agree i think a story can be good based off of a framework and it can be somewhat provably so to that framework what I mean is like following these set standards this story checks box A box B box C and by that metric it is good however what you fail to do I think is show why this metric in and of itself is objective why is what somebody or maybe a group of people a collective whatever why is what they set forward inherently objective to the case. Like, so for example, mathematically, this exists outside of myself, right? Two being two is not something that is inherent to me or inherent to a shared experience. It is something that can be observable and objectively. So throughout everything, regardless of upbringing, all that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Why is like, so if you say depth is, is objectively good, right? Why does that have more merit than me saying depth is not objectively good? And in fact, Let's say obviously I don't think this but let me play devil's advocate. I don't I like I don't like to use the word bad.
0: I don't want to say objectively uh like good or bad. I more like to say it's it's more like checking a like checking a box in a checklist than it is uh this is good bad. It's like okay so it does the thing. So we
1: may we may we may agree then. Okay, so let me let me let me put it like this, right? Do you agree that like the framework of depth is good, themes are good um you know Let's let's even see something like consistent writing is good, right? These things are subjective. However, a story can be good in that framework, right? And a story can be better or worse within that framework. However, that framework in and of itself is still a subjective construct.
0: I okay. Here's the thing. I the only reason I hesitate to agree with you is literally because, like I said before, art is made for humans by humans. So sure. whatever we just decide. Is it's like with the money. We all just kind of agree that it has value, but it's it's imaginary, But, it right?
1: but we know, but we know that it doesn't objectively have value, right? Yeah. It's but a, we still, we common... still,
0: we still treat it as that. We still live it as that. And at the end of the day, like this is this, is, I'll admit, ironically, my subjective take. If you consume art in a particular way, you kind of you kind of go into it assuming that you're going to have three reactions positive negative or apathy and Mm -hmm. that's it like any kind of additional nuance is just whatever it's a variation of one of those three on the spectrum but
1: i think i think you can get i think you can break it down a little bit more than that but i i do see like as a general rule sure those are like the three things you follow
0: yeah Um, so it still doesn't change that like a different human wrote it for you and it's like not for you literally that's that that is
1: okay so here's here's my problem with the argument right that assumes purpose like okay so like let's say let's say the framework you're arguing from is if this story fulfills its purpose it's objectively good right well then then that would the art would still be inherently subjective because we cannot know the author's framework or what their intentions are because most authors don't say it right there are many stories that you could argue are not meant to be like um stereotypically enjoyed a lot of stories are meant to be unescapist or i don't know if that's a word or whatever but Anti-escapist like i'll put it to you
0: whatever example you're going to give me the relationship between artist and consumer viewer whatever you want to call it is fundamental is so like fundamental to art as an entire as a human construct because take the most like subversive like anti-art piece of art right like you're not meant to know the story it has no structure it's just noise static whatever even with context it doesn't make the art any more fulfilling like it just like somebody literally found a torn up painting or something in the trash can as- ascribed no meaning to it they they purely did it to do it like like they have zero thoughts about like i'm trying to be as puritanical as i can be right now they just yeah. they they like total monkey brain they put it on a wall they're like art right mm-hmm. whatever it's still there's still a hint of intention in that whatever you decide to put out into the world as an as a creator is going to be consumed by other humans who then have their reactions to it and then it'll retroactively make it art because sure sure, sure. Like, okay okay so like, I,
1: I agree but I'm saying I'm what I'm arguing is the intention is point like the intention doesn't matter when evaluating art. Right. I don't think like what they think that uh, you okay, So this is I don't want to I don't want to go into a side tangent on that. i um, actually I'll, I'll say I'll state my opinion on it and then I can go back to like the objectivity thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think uh, authors like intention with making a story matters at all with the interpretation of that story. It can if you're now I will say this if you're attempting to analyze intentions. Right. Yes, it can help. However, if you were just trying to analyze the depth, you know, quote unquote, the themes, whatever, the author's intention is completely irrelevant. And you can throw that out as useless information if you want without anything changing. Right. Because, like, for example, right, let's let's take a look at, like, you know, Giga Akitame. Right. Hmm? I, I want to try to pull up the interview. Maybe I'll send it to you after like after I can find it. Hmm? But basically he just straight up said he doesn't like intentionally write themes for the series. Like it, they just happen. Right. If people notice him, that's because they're noticing them, not because he writes them in. Does that mean they don't exist? Well, no, right? So his intentions, his like his the quality of him trying to make a theme or not is completely irrelevant because I, as a viewer, can interpret them to yes, be there. Yes, but right?
0: doesn't that prove my point about art being kind of an agnostic, like nebulous concept that kind of transcends our like? Another siren. Sorry. Good. Okay. <clears throat> Problem serious. I live right next to a highway, so all all the ambulances and police cars they just have to take this road. It's not. Oh, even, okay. It's not. It's not even really a highway. It's just like one of those really, really big like two way roads, like four lanes. Gotcha. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, the point I was trying to make is that at some point, art leaves the hands of the creator's intent and just becomes part of the overall like concept of what we call art right like paintings drawings uh videos whatever they enter like this realm where people can sit down consume it analyzing it do whatever they want with it right but if it's made by a person like by a human being what it does is that despite it you know being transcendent into this like thing we call art at the end of the day, art is still a human construct. Like if you were to take an alien and have them like try to absorb all of the art that like humans made, their reactions would be like unthinkable to us because whatever we think their reactions are are still limited by like our human understanding, right? But, there, but like as far as we know, there's no other life in the universe besides like animals and shit, but like obviously like, yeah. like we're not going to go down that rabbit hole. But with that in mind, under these conditions, We have to assume that factually, the art that we have come up with is a fact, like it's just a matter of being. In the it's same, a fact
1: that it exists, it's right? A, yeah, and I don't agree that it exists. But why is the fact that it's good or bad? Like, why is because that? because the because, same
0: because we as a collective can decide if it exists. We can also decide if it's good or bad based off. No, no, no.
1: We're not deciding. We're not deciding that it exists. We're observing that it exists. That's a okay. very that's a but very it's important still, distinction, yes, right? But because it's observing still, something that exists is not the same thing as ascribing. Like, we can you can ascribe value to something, right? that that like you you doing that is inherently subjective because you can personally ascribe this has meaning because i say it has meaning yes because the 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 heart of the issue is this right it's and and i'm not saying like you know you're avoiding the point or i'm saying it's because it's impossible you have not and cannot give an objective observable by every like by the seven plus billion people in the population reason that this art is good because of that depth because if i just say I'm ascribing that depth doesn't matter and is in fact negative towards making a good story. They have equal validity, right? I guess. And that's why I say it's subjective because both of these things are are now obviously you can. I would. I don't think that personally, but you could think that, and it would be equally valid because you have no objective framework to work from.
0: I guess, but like, when I say something is objectively good or bad, right, I always like to, I, I only ever say that if I have a subjective opinion that I'm going to say right afterwards, right? But to me, it's like saying, ah, yes. Like, I, like I'll just give you my subjective interpretation, just to kind of like, circle it back around. Mm-hmm. In, like, something that I see is, like, thoroughly well-written. It it connects the, the rest of the themes to the larger narrative, it uh, pays off character developments and it all, everything means something, like a fight uh, is important, like it happens for x for reasons X, Y, and Z, and for example, uh, the My Hero Academia chapter, part of the reason I said it was like objectively better was because the attack that hit Shigaraki was aimed at his quirks, and you know, um, just to keep it simple, but like quirks are like such a huge part of the My Hero Academia narrative, they're a huge part of the villain's powers, and they're a huge part of the The societal problems in My Hero Academia, right? So for uh, an attack to hit uh, the the main villain's quirks is like it adds a layer of like it adds many layers to that attack. It doesn't just make it like a cool thing that happened to me, at least, right? However, the part of me that's like I enjoyed this or that, I'm like, oh, that was cool, and that's basically where it ends. But like the Mm -hmm. the level of enjoyment I feel is i don't know if you get like this but like i can separate my personal feelings towards a piece of art and try to like understand so it's like intended
1: i kind of used to get that i i so i get what you mean i i conceptualize i just don't i used to agree with that take i don't anymore for me here's the way i look at it right and it, it almost I've, i've had people tell me it comes off very like pretentious i don't really care personally um I just I just want to clarify, I don't mean it in like a Bruh. you know, I'm holier than now type thing. No, but here's no, the thing. No, I just if don't I think I enjoy it. I just don't think if i enjoy it, it is good, right? That's, yeah and even if I don't enjoy it, it can be good. I guess like... for a reason that I personally ascribe to it, right? Here's the thing, and I'm and I'm saying like not I for me, if I enjoy the series, it's not I enjoy it, but it's bad, like objectively or whatever. For mm-hmm. me, if I enjoy it, it is good. Mm-hmm. End of story, right? Yeah. I might not even be able to tell you the reason why it's good, right? Like, for example. Tokyo Ghoul is a story I really love, and I know I know in my heart it's a ten ten out of ten, right? Just great, fire. Mm-hmm. But if you were to ask me like, what are the thematic depth and whatever, I don't know. I'd have to reread the series, right? I just know it's good because I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed it to a degree more than most other stories. Okay. But, but, but if good. I was
0: if I was to say something like, hey man, I read Tokyo Ghoul and I think it's a six out of ten because of X, Y, and Z, I don't think that. I mean, you could just shut your ears and say la 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 and just ignore me, right? Sure, but I don't like. I don't think you'd believe that that was like an like like you wouldn't not see the merit. In, I would see the
1: merit. I would see the merit under your framework. If our frameworks align, then we can have a discussion. But the yes. problem is, so, so the, sometimes we.
0: So the thing is that I'm trying to say is like objectivity align our frame. Like so, yeah. for example,
1: if you value character development and I think a character not developing is fine, then we can't have a discussion, or at least not have a productive one.
0: Yeah, like for example. Fuck. I hate that I have Bleach on my mind. Okay. I'm gonna try so to keep...
1: let's, let's relate it to Hunter Hunter. We okay. Can use that. That's common so, for,
0: for example, I really hate this one character named Pokal, and it's, like, okay. become a bit of a running gag on my channel every time I do Hunter Hunter videos, but, like, in my most recent one, I literally hate him so much that I forgot it was a Power Scale tier list and not a Character tier list. So I ended up putting him in, like, F tier, despite him being able to use Nen, right? Mm-hmm. So... Like it, it took chat reminding me of what I was doing to be like, oh shit, fuck, I, I'm my bad. I got I got to bump him back up there. So my reactions toward this character are very subjective. But when I was trying to be objective about where to like objective about where to like rank his power on again an admittedly subjective video idea because I'm just power scaling based off my own interpretations and shit that I'm yeah, reading. Exactly. Right? There's still a part of me that like. Yikes! So there's still a part of me that's like, fine. I guess this is technically more true, and mm-hmm. within the wider context of the list, it's it reads as true. Like for example, I cannot put him on the same tier as like Meruem or Adult Gone. I just can't because that that's not true, right? Despite them being okay. fi- despite them being fictional, like mm-hmm. that that's objective and subjective. So it, it's when you get to well, when you get to yeah. shit like that, it's like it's exactly. very. There is a there is a degree of, yes, there is some level of objectivity in art, but it's just not something people like even recognize that they're doing. So So
1: I think I think the objectivity of art is on a similar level to the objectivity of numbers. Right. So it stops and ends relatively early. Right. So the art exists. The numbers exist. Right. Mm hmm. Almost every other interpretation is completely subjective. So like, for example, right, my favorite number is 13, right? 13 is not objectively the best number, right? Mm-hmm. We know that. However, we know numbers as a concept are objective. Art, right, or more specifically, like physically, manga and anime, right, are objective things that we can observe, we can hold, we can grasp. Those are like physical, tangible concepts or physical, tangible things, right? Mm-hmm. And we can, we can kind of objectively measure them, right? However, we cannot objectively rate them, right? We know, like we already agree, numbers are objective. However, 13 is not like, by this like universal truth that can be observed, the best number. It's the best number because I decided it's the best number to me, right? Obviously. And that's why that's where I stand with art. Art is good or bad because you have a framework and you compare every piece of art you come with or you, you consume with that framework. That but framework come from you, and that's a subjective hold, framework. But
0: there is a common framework at play; otherwise, we wouldn't have shit like, like for example, anybody that watches Phil Metal Alchemist Brotherhood*, they'll rate it like an eight, nine, or ten, like almost always without fail.
1: Commonality doesn't mean objectivity, though. They're like, okay, let me. Put I, this. No, a I, I understand, people, but I'm. A lot saying, of people are racist. Like, I don't wait, think hold, that hold means on. like that siren, an objective right thing. Hold on. Siren,
0: siren. See that one sounded like a fire truck.
1: So what I'm arguing is Yes, arguing. sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Okay. I don't but know why I'm, I'm ar- ar- I
0: don't know why I'm apologizing.
1: Ah, you're yeah, you know, you're good. It's not like it's like said, it's not your fault. But yeah. so you mentioned commonality, right? There's a commonality between it. And I agree there's a common like for a lot of people there's a common ground in which they draw the line in the sand like this is good, this is bad. That's fine however, that doesn't mean it's objective. That just means it's a shared subjective experience, right?
0: Like, yes, but it's like I have to get back to it. it's for hum it's like for humans by humans and it's like it, not realizing that the limitation is us as a species creating it is is kind of my problem because if the commonality is there, it more or less adds a sense of subjective objectivity, which I know sounds like an oxymoron. But if we make it right and we like most of us decide something is good consistently, we have to assume that there is at some like point in like the overwhelming majority saying uh who have consumed it saying oh yeah i like this for this reason or and like it's a, and like you see a lot of the same reasons repeating you have to say oh yeah like their framework is objective in that if i give them this series they might all vote the same way for example right it doesn't change the thing is, it, it, almost,
1: that's, like, that almost that that argument it becomes very flimsy when you look at the fact that there are consensus for a lot of things. That doesn't make a, all those, like we so said, for example, right? There are bigoted people, millions of bigoted people that can come to a consensus, right? Of bigoted ideologies, right? Uh-huh. However, that does not make that ideology in any way an objectively true or an objectively good one, right? That's that's their own framework in which they either ignore or sidestep evidence, blah, 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 whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Their framework is not any more valid just because a lot of people, uh, like, like that framework, bro, right? Their listen. framework is no is no more. It's no more valid. It's no more true. It's no more right in an objective sense. Just because one a million, ten million, a hundred million, like it, it, the, bro, the number of people n- who believe n-
0: it. Listen, man, hmm. please don't make me take the pro-racism side.
1: <laughs> no, don't please.
0: I'm not. the The thing I'm trying to say is like that's that's kind of a fallacy because you're comparing something like art to something like racism
1: they're both but they're both constructs that aren't tangible physical and are. and i'm using it because your argument is your argument is it is objective to some extent because a lot of people believe it my argument is well what about these things that a lot of people believe that we would both agree aren't objective i'm using that to refute your points like i'm basically saying like if if you're saying right you're saying a equals b right and i'm like okay what about this example of A equaling B? And it's just some absurd thing. And you're like, well, okay, not that one, but this one. Well, why is it specifically this one, but not all these other examples that I can list off the top of my head?
0: I'm, I'm, I'm and that's
1: why, that's why I say, it. there's no frame. That's what I'm saying, like, it's not that like, so I think Doofy made a, honestly, a pretty good uh, like term for it. I don't know if he made it, but it was, it's one I heard from him, right? He's like, it's, it's, it's this collective subjectivity Meaning it is a still it's still subjective. There's no objectivity to it, there's no observable outside of our own brain, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people agree on it, therefore we we like we implicitly operate under this framework, right? Deeper themes equals better, more enjoyable and like equals most of the time better or whatever, or like better thematic relevance or you know, more consistency, right? No plot holes, even though there's no objective reason to not like to, to have plot holes being worse. We, there's there's a there's there but there is a but there is a humanity spread I, idea that it yeah. is the case Th- so we so that we operate like it is that doesn't it. make it actually objective though but it doesn't it just makes it a subjective idea that we okay. all follow
0: so to dial it back a little bit what i think um i think we are both working under different um you're coming at it from a purely uh theoretic standpoint i'm coming at it from a well the net result is still like people rating full metal alchemist brotherhood at eight nine or ten right like that's that's,
1: i don't have i don't have have full metal i don't have full metal at an eight nine or ten right even under the frame i don't think it's i think it's fine it's a cool it's a cool show i don't think hunter hunter i think hunter hunter is surpassed by plenty of series i think naruto bullies hunter hunter and like even under those frameworks right that's what i'm saying like you can say that's the case and you can say even like even though i follow like i i would say a general Okay. Okay. I think Ichigo is a much better protagonist than Gon. I think Naruto is. I think Yuji is. I think Deku okay. is. I Wait. think a lot of characters are, and that doesn't. I don't think that means like I'm okay. objectively wrong. I but the thing yeah. is,
0: like, I'm pretty sure you like you like them over each other for the same fundamental reasons. You could say I think they have more depth. I think they have better character development. W- whatever, right? But if you were to take the reasons I like uh, the characters that you don't like, and vice versa, the reasons would. Be pretty much be the same doesn't that make those reasons the objective thing
1: no it doesn't because if i say i like yuji because he has pink hair that's just as valid as you saying you like you you like gone more because he has green hair or you like gone more if you say right if i say yuji is the better character because his because he has pink hair right or his his last name is itadori right (laughs) you can you can say that's dumb and and most people would argue that's dumb and that's fine right you don't have to agree with that framework however there is no reason that this is any less valid, right? If I say Yuji is the let me let me tweet that out because I don't know I don't know why I found that funny. Yuji <laughs> greater than every other Shonen every uh, whatever. I'll talk, I'll tweet that out later cause I'm kind of thinking. Anyways, whatever, right? If I say Yuji is better than Gon because he has pink hair and you say but Gon's thematic depth is better and I say that's cool but Gon doesn't have pink hair, right? You would have to demonstrate why your reason is more valid. It's more valid to a vast majority of people, but we've already covered that. Appealing to the majority is not only fallacious, but it it doesn't work when you use other examples, right? So if your only if your only argument is well, a lot of people think it, well, I've already covered that, right? And then it just comes down to well, you know, I think my reason is more valid. I think my reason is more valid, and we just have to agree to disagree because our frameworks are so far away from each other that it's impossible to reconcile them.
0: Bro, you're gonna you're gonna like wet yourself over how amazing this transition is. So, with that in mind, I want to go to the next segment of this podcast, which is where we talk about, like, Twitter beefs for uh, okay. for the week. And specifically, there's this uh, interaction that you and I had that I want to talk about, and it pretty much covers this topic, where I was complaining that the sheer number of—I'll just read it out loud. So, I tweeted this thing that says, The Fulbring is the worst ca- canon arc in all of Shonen, hands down, same tier as filler bound to arc IMO. Sorry, I have a problem. My favorite thing about this, so then I kind of quote tweeted that a little, a couple hours later after I got like a bunch of reactions and ratioed by a certain purple haired someone that shall remain nameless. And I said, my favorite thing about this tweet is the sheer number of negative reactions to my exaggeration of what is by all accounts, a mediocre arc, in my opinion. It just bothers me because if I said this shit about Soul Society, everyone would just dismiss it as me being a hater and there'd be no conversation and then i go on and i say but the fact that so many people try to convince me or flame me for it tells me that you know in your heart it's not a good arc i was bitter uh, i'm not saying there aren't cool moments or that it's even unimportant i just think it's boring that's really it and if you couldn't tell from like the language i used i was being very uh like blunt about the uh level of subjectivity that went into me like making the that went into the motivation of me making this tweet in the first place right Mm-hmm. And obviously, you had different opinions, and you took it upon yourself to ratio me.
1: <laughs> yes, of course, of course, I had to I had to make sure to defend the, uh, the the arc, you know, can't let you can't let you just slander.
0: I know, but uh, I don't. Let me send you. I don't know if I sent you the link. Oh, I did. Take a look at some of the other quote tweets. Right, like there's there's this one guy. He said, "This is what fatherless behavior does to someone." Dot dot dot. Gas up full brink arc, and he just added like four panels from the manga. It's Ichigo crying, saying something about his dad, uh, Ginjo, like powering up into his form, and then, uh, the, like the relevant characters. I'm just gonna call them what they are. The relevant characters coming out and like giving yeah. him the the ratio or whatever. So it really bugged me because I understood what he was trying to imply with this uh, quote tweet because it was like, see, there's all this depth to it, and. I can, I at least can honestly look at that and be like, yeah, I can see why you think there's depth to it, but to me, I look at it from a different, like, holistic uh, angle, and I'm like, all this depth that you're, like, pitching to me as, like, a bar for, like, subjective, or uh, for objective, like, quality, seem- reads to me, like, insecurity about the fact that like this like the first half of this arc is just a repeat of um of shinigami substitute don't don't, don't do it ronin just just let me make my point we're just trying to argue the, the oh, philosophy we're trying to argue the no, philosophy we're not trying to argue the arcs anyway so with that in mind right i can look at that and i can and i can understand the like supposedly objective argument being made but i can look at it Circle like re- circle back my own personal experience with it and say no, I just don't like it right like despite me like comprehend, fine like comprehending But I don't that. think
1: there's a I don't think there's an there's an objective argument for The full arc being good because I don't think there's an objective argument for anything being good or bad I think well, let me let me put it like this. I'm right Right my opinion like I, this sounds so egotistical especially if it's taken out of context But like here's the thing when it comes to anime takes right or manga takes I'm correct, right? But the only that correctness only extends to myself and people who literally would have the same opinion. So nobody, just myself, right? You were correct. At least let me re- let me put it like this: you are not <laughs> correct in some of your interpretations of Bleach. I will say not interpretations. I'll say you're sometimes incorrect in like the information of like something will be like you know Ichigo. I want Ichigo to kill someone. Or, yeah, you know, that bro, happened, right? I, I love but that. like. It's... But outside of that, right, with your conclusions that you draw, whether this is good or bad, you are correct under your framework and that's fine right those things these two things can be true and that more lends to the point of subjectivity right i think i did now the reason i responded in the way that i did is i feel like i get it i get the because it happens all the time people are like whatever blah 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 and it gets annoying but i the reason i'm somewhat sympathetic is because i like relating to hunter Hunter, if anybody if you've ever responded seriously to someone saying the chimera ant arc sucks (laughs) you've fallen into that camp of like and and somebody could say, "Oh, you're just you. You know, in your heart, the Chimera Ant sucks." Like I don't think that's the case. I think you just defend a series that you really love, right? It just kind of you feel territorial over it in general.
0: Yeah, and I I will admit, like that's just kind of my flaws, like in being a person is just like like this is where we get into the subjective, uh, like purely subjective territory, right? Where, for example, somebody can say the Chimera Ant thing. And if I ever decide that they're it's not it's not like obvious bait, because like you know, dude, motherfuckers on Twitter fucking kill for clout, just any semblance dude. of it. And so they'll tweet some shit like uh, I don't know, dra- Dragon Balls better than like I I don't the Bible. <laughs> just, Dragon
1: Ball is better than Hunter Hunter though. Like let's sure. talk about it. But that's not that's not bait. That's not bait. That's not bait. That's serious. That's a serious opinion. Um, just anyways, we.
0: So like anyways, for, so for me, my initial like knee jerk reaction is they don't understand the manga right like 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 that is that is that is like the most uh, admittedly the most arrogant thing that you can do as like a person who loves art but it's always their knee jerk reaction it's they just don't like it sorry yeah i mean i'm gonna Um, be honest they don't like it because they don't understand it
1: a lot of people don't understand at least now here's the thing if you want to get really like kind of like meta with it right you can say people don't understand it with the implicit, like, with like the understood under my framework, they don't understand it the way I do, which can be true, right? I think, like, I think if you think JJK is bad, you don't understand the manga, right? But once again, that's not to say you're dumb, right? That's not to say, oh, you, you know, you're, you're you're a you're a big stinky idiot, right? Or yeah, whatever it, it's because, it, it's more like you, you don't get it. Yeah, it's the, more like the, you. My framework dictates that it's good, and you and your and like. You don't understand it under see, that, which is not to say you're dumb, but it's just like see, literally I, I you would don't fa- get it the way I do.
0: I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would phrase it more like you just don't understand it in the, like like you don't understand why it's good. More, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I guess you're right. There is like more subjectivity than objectivity. I just don't think that things that like how do I commonality should not be dismissed so like taking this into the real world, right? You can get as theoretical as you as you want with with this conversation, right? But it doesn't change that if tomorrow I decide to make like a shonen series, right? Like like almost like one for one story beat, uh, super special fucking MC who has like an inner demon who's like in this world. I'll even pick one out of a fucking hat, dude. I I want to say, <laughs> I want to say uh, fucking nineteen twenties America, right? Like like, sure. like roaring twenties, right? There is a that's already like a world like world building that I barely need to do. All I would need to do is just add like a mystical element or some shit to it, and I'd be done. You know hash, hashtag you know shout out Demon Slayer. <laughs> but oh my god, bro! But literally, it's so annoying because I can then choose to make it as dense with like themes, symbolism, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, as I want to, and as long as I add just enough comedy or whatever to it. I guarantee you there like, people will enjoy it because that's just the thing that they like. Right. And like, it doesn't like, it doesn't change that the the net results will, will just be that. So when you cut, when you step out of the realm of theoretical, right. And you look at the like results of it and people like it for these reasons. And I was approaching it from a very clinical way. Like I am trying to make something that I know will work. It's, it's, it's a, it's a strange sensation because there is an air of objectivity to it and you know i'll even i'll even i even have a better example because like we both make videos on youtube can you tell Mm. before you even like put pen to paper that that a video idea is gonna blow up like like can you just feel it sometimes you're just like yeah
1: sometimes yeah yeah, but sometimes it completely catches me off guard so
0: yes but 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 those times that you're sure like i'm just talking Mm. about specifically those times there's this feeling inside that like you know why, or you can kind of explain it using words. Yeah, I mean I, I,
1: yeah, I could explain exactly yeah. why I know certain videos will do well. Yeah. Um, but yeah.
0: But the point I'm trying to make is that like isn't that you know again, I wanna step out of the realm of theoretical. Isn't that technically more objectively true as like a kind of thing that'll always work depending on like if any other YouTuber Makes it like I'm trying to be general here.
1: Okay, so so no, I don't I don't think so. I don't think I think that makes the video probably objectively, you could say popular maybe, but that doesn't make the video itself good, right? So like let me let me put it like um, uh let's see let's see let's see let's see let me let me come up with an example. Like okay, so for for example, the fall of Bleach, right? That video did well. Are you talking about um
0: Super Eye Patch Wolves?
1: Yeah, I think yeah. that's a. I think that's a bad video that has misinformation in it, right?
0: Whatever. Wait, wait. Not like,
1: Didn't you see his like, what?
0: four years later one?
1: That's fine, but I'm talking about like the the initial one.
0: Oh, right. Getting to like, right a, now.
1: yeah, like the initial one, whatever, right? I think that is a video full of misinformation, right? And I think that video was bad,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? So th- it, it it did it was popular, right? 1.2 million views. I don't think that that has any, even if it had, if it had one view or if it had a billion views, I would, I would still say that's a bad video. I would say that that video did well from the perspective of getting clouts, but I don't think that makes it good or bad.
0: But the reason I'm saying we have to step out of the realm of theoretical is because it's not like the people consuming it are, okay, how do I put this? What do you ascribe as the value in making art for, for the uh, creator?
1: Because you enjoy it,
0: but isn't that subjective?
1: Like, like what, what, yeah, that, like, that, and that, that's the thing. That's fine if somebody else's value is impacting someone else's life. That's fine. That's right. that's valid. If someone is just they wanna they wanna feel superior, sure. I, I mean, right, I don't agree yeah. with it, but whatever. Do your yeah, thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't. The net result is still that you create something, right? That's the the point I'm trying to get at is that no matter what uh, approach you take to uh, interpreting art. The net result will always be, does this thing, like, like what effect does it have? Because, like, I hate, okay. It depends on
1: a person-to-person basis,
0: though. Okay, okay, I'll put it to you this way. Let's say there's a piece of art that comes out. The greatest thing to ever come out, right? It just unites all of humanity, like, all of our class, racial, gender divides just all evaporate because of this thing being made. Sure. Right? Um. So... With that being said, if nobody consumes it, it doesn't have that effect. Sure. So But that
1: doesn't diminish any of its quality. So like let me put it like this, right? If you were the only one to read Hunter x Hunter, would it be any worse than if it was now? No. Do you? No, right? However, all of its I, I'm 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 all of its value is gone, right? All of its value to people besides you is gone right? Mm-hmm. So your own argument doesn't work even to you, right? Like, e- like, even when we even when we covered like this moral quandary of like, oh, if you create art, and nobody sees it doesn't it even matter. Like, sure, you can get into that. That doesn't make it objectively good or bad, right? Because I feel like if I was the only one to read Jujutsu Kaisen, I'd want other people to know about it. But let's say I'm unable to for some odd reason, right? That does not diminish the story at all. That does not make it any worse or any better. That's just simply a state of being of its popularity.
0: I guess but isn't popularity really like one of those things that like if there's no fan base for it it doesn't have a point to being made in my opinion. Like I know I just that's said not, in my not, opinion. I don't
1: I don't I don't think that's true though. If you make something because you enjoy making it then you fulfilled your purpose. Yeah. Now if you make something now I, I'll say this if you make something with the intention like your goal is to make something popular for the sake of it being popular and it fails you failed at your goal, but your goal was subjective anyway. It's not objectively a good goal. It's, it's just a goal you had, and you ascribed value.
0: Yeah. So the point I'm trying to make is just that there's no okay. What does getting into this theoretical like uh, diatribe like what are, what are you trying to like get out of it? If you know what I mean, like like having like, like just to get really meta, having this debate with me. For like the last half hour, or however long we've been having, we've been on this topic. Having this, like, what is the result that you're looking for? Mm,
1: what is the result I'm looking for? Yeah, like, An intellectual discussion,
0: right? A discussion
1: so, that involves both parties and that I can glean information from, and that you can glean information from.
0: So, would you say that that's been a success?
1: Uh no, I mean it's not completed yet, but I would say we're in the process of that. We're we're at least moving in the direction of. what
0: of like what you consider a success, Where right? Where I want it to go. Right? So like, Yeah, sure. With that being said, doesn't that mean that once it's over, it's over? Like there's no, it's fulfilled its purpose. And at that point, both of us can kind of forget about it. I'm not saying this literally, but like both of you us know, can, I mean. yeah, both of us can just like forget about it, say, oh yeah, okay, that was fun. And then we just, you know, carry on.
1: I mean, you can, yeah.
0: Yeah, so with that in mind, why is it that when I try to say, there is probably, like, theoretically, you're probably right, there is no, like, objective-subjective thing, right? But, but it, based off of the same principle we use to ascribe value to money, we yeah. as, we ascribe certain features of art to, like, almost merit calling it objective, where we say, oh, yeah, we want it. We want characters to have depth. We want to, I don't know, laugh. We want X, Y, and Z. And then you, t- the the net takeaway is like you enjoy a thing, right? For however many reasons you have, does it like what like?
1: Wait, are you are you asking like what's like how is it functionally different from being objective? Because yeah, it's almost similar? yes, yes. Thank
0: okay. you. Like okay, like, okay, like, sure. like
1: so, so so I'll answer that. There's two different ways you can enter that, and I kind of fall into both camps. So the one is people very smart people have moral quandaries and like questions that literally don't impact their life like all the time like nihilism right it doesn't if it doesn't matter the idea that that adopting a nihilistic philosophy is idiotic in and of itself (laughs) right you're doing you're you're clearly doing that because you find whether that be some objective meaning in the universe or some meaning that you derive yourself right there's some reason intrinsic reason you could say it's maybe even biological that you want to have this discussion right sure cool, right? But if you believe if you're like a nihilist, any discussion doing anything, even like, doing like literally doing anything is just pointless, right? There's no meaning, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, um, So but th- but those discussions are still had, right? They still keep moving forward. And they still keep, you know, you know, whatever doing their daily routines, right? Even though there is no inherent meaning, right? Um, I think that for one, there's that right people like People just like to ponder and discuss concepts, nebulous concepts sometimes. Mm -hmm. So I don't think there has to be any value outside of just discussing it. But even so, if you were looking for that, I do do think I have some. I would say that the value from this conversation is, one, people value having people that agree with them, right? Mm -hmm. So if I were able to convert you to my opinion, that would be some sort of like a dopamine hint of, yeah, you know, now I have someone else who agrees with me. Now Mm -hmm. my argument, to me, has more merit, right? But objectively it's not the case, right? My argument does not has no more merit or less if I convince you or if I don't, right? It's just to me, right? I think if I can if I can, you know, take somebody who disagreed with me fundamentally, and then, you know, through discussion, debate, argumentation, whatever you want to call it, get them to agree with me, right? That's cool. But what what the what the fundamental reason is, I don't know. I don't know like, you know, why I think it's the case, but I just know I think it to be
0: true. Right. But the that doesn't really extend to the larger conversation about other art, you know, whether it's TV shows, mangas, comic books, whatever. Those motivations, like, for just doing anything, doing something, all change, but it doesn't change that the fact that it all, like, whatever the reasons are, it always results in a thing and a reaction to that thing. And can you say that, like, that pipeline of motivation, creation, reaction, is objective, because that's what the happens. Fact,
1: the, no, no, no. Yeah, the fact that it happens is what yes. What quality is ascribed to it is not. And I, I think I've always agreed with that. The act that anime manga exists, the act of it being created, the act of it being consumed, all I agree objectively exists. The quality derived from it, I think, is holistically subjective.
0: To what end? You mean to what end? Like, to, like, like, uh, like, what, see, this is, this might be a subjective, like, fuck it, I'm just going to call this my, like, subjective uh, desire for this, from this conversation. What, like, to what end does, knowing that there, let's assume you're 100% right, right? Like, there is no uh, such thing as objectively good or bad art, right? Okay. Now what?
1: Nothing. I convince you that I'm correct, and then y- yes, I move on.
0: Right, but that, that means you fulfilled, like, your purpose or your desire to do a thing, and it makes you feel, like, happy, sad, whatever. Sure. But <laughs> would you say that that's then objectively good for you? No. Why not?
1: Because it's possible that if you disagreed with me, this could have led to a better discussion that impacted my life further down the line. There's there's, there's literally an infinite amount of possibilities that you agreeing or disagreeing with me can branch off to, right? I can't predict that. All I know is now I want you to agree. And honestly, I want you to agree, but now I want to have this discussion and you know make not make you agree to agree, but make you want to agree, make you like genuinely change your mind, right? Mm-hmm. However, that doesn't mean it's objectively good, right? because there's an infinite amount of, po- I'm not you haw, right? I'm not like able to see all these possibilities or whatever. They, they there's one that I chose out of all the ones that I perceived or whatever. I chose one, I like it the most and I went with it. That doesn't mean it's objectively the good thing for me. That doesn't mean it's objectively good or bad for you. It's just the case that I want it to be there, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and, I go, and I go for it with what I have. You could say this discussion objectively happened, what the quality or the purpose of it was, is kind of like it falls a lot
0: on the individual i guess but i'm having a hard time conceptualizing the the external value to it beyond what it does for you and i Mm -hmm. because maybe somebody's like wow this is an amazing uh damn i'm sorry dude good i need burping throughout this whole thing like on like poignant uh statements that i'm about to make (laughs) but Somebody can be, like, watching uh recording this back, and they'll be like, wow, this was an amazing discussion. It really made me think about this in an entire new light. And then the next day, they'll read a chapter of, like, Naruto or Boruto, and they'll be like, wow, this is good. And then they'll still be wrong, right? Because Naruto is objectively not, like, good. (laughs) Sorry, I I had to do it. I saw an opportunity I had to do it. Um, Yeah, okay, okay. But, like aside from like the the later end of that statement th- they could still read a chapter bar so tomorrow and be like yeah this is good i like this it's it's an objectively good like written chapter or hell they could even say it's a subjectively good chapter right Just Dis- say them saying either thing has the same net result as them saying nothing in my opinion because if they if they were like
1: So what if it does what 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 so what
0: what what do you mean like like so I'm what, saying
1: so. What so? What if it has zero impact on them whatsoever?
0: The point that I'm trying to make is that it still fulfills that it still obeys that general pipeline of. Uh, remember when I said there are three reactions to any piece of art: good, bad, neutral, and like everything in between is like a, just a variation on that spectrum. Sure. So, if they have like no reaction, falls under neutral. If they have a positive, falls under good, etc. So by that logic. Doesn't that mean that there is a sense of objectivity to the general process of consuming art
1: there's an objectivity okay so what are you saying that there's it's objective that you will react yes, sure, but that's yeah, not the root yeah. of the issue here all your I feel like I feel like what's but, happening is you're you're arguing around my point I'm not arguing that like art doesn't objectively exist or something like that what I'm arguing is is strictly the value or quality cannot be determined by objective means no matter what you you attempt to do for that right you can say oh it's impact okay why and if i if i ask you why infinitesimally until we get to the root it's because you think so right there is no framework that exists outside of your own personal mind or the minds of others right that that can be observed to be the case all the time right excuse me, <clears> that can can be observed to be the case all the time, right? Making it subjective. And if it's subjective, right, then what you what you value is fine. It's completely correct to you, right? And that's fine. And if you want to have discussions based off of those values, you can still have discussions based off of those. Subjectivity doesn't make these discussions impossible. All it does is recontextualize them to make sure that you understand and other people around you understand that there is no set metric of this is good and I also think that if you were to ask what the purpose of if, if if you were genuinely asking that right and you're like okay what is the purpose of this if somebody listens to this and say they want to write a story and eventually right what this does is this broadens their ability to tell a unique story because they are not limited by conventional means of quality
0: I know but they also <clears throat> sorry they also have to consider that those conventional means of quality work so like yeah, let's, they work for some people, but they don't
1: work all across the board, I guarantee it. Yeah, because there there's
0: obviously guarantee. this because there's obviously nuance in execution, but the point is I'm trying to make is like you don't have if, to you don't have to, do if, a, okay. you don't have to do a you don't have to do it like if you're making a shonen, right? You don't have to do a trio of two boys, one girl, right? You don't True. have to. But it's almost like shonen fans, the ones that you essentially like are at the mercy of in terms of like who reacts Uh, the most to your art is Mm -hmm. like depending like let's say you want it to be successful right you do have
1: to right there right there i want to catch you right there right right. if you want to be successful your subjective goal right if you want to be and we're talking i'm guessing you're talking about like popularity and monetarily yes okay right that's that goal you determine for yourself that was was just an example that
0: was just an example like i picked out of a hat like because that's that's the the most common one I,
1: no, I agree. What I'm saying is that only matters, like, so, like, oh, people see it or not. That only matters if that's your goal. If that's your goal, so then sure, you follow certain steps, right? But that doesn't make it objective. That means you understand how the world works subjectively and you move through that framework with that understanding. But if, is, if, that's, understand... the,
0: but if that's the way the world works, isn't that how the world works? Like, objectively? But, but,
1: but subjectivity works, though. Like, I, I, I don't think, I think maybe we're misunder You're, like, we're having a disconnect because subjectivity works. Like there are things people can generally agree on that they like, but that doesn't make it objective. Like I said, people but liking something, there's a no... large
0: amount yeah, of people okay.
1: liking something or disliking something does not make it the case inherently or objectively.
0: Sure, but I guess the dis- you're, you are right. I think the disconnect here is that, to me, I can't fathom like separating art from humanity in that like like obviously there's so much subjectivity in like being a person but at the same time when somebody's like has these conventions of uh this is good this is bad and i i feel like we're almost talking in circles here but the point i'm trying to make is that if in the end right in in the most like i'll just try to keep the, this example super generic but I want to make a popular thing. This is like stuff that's been proven to work. I'll add my own spin or whatever to it. And then it might take off. It might not. But what ends up happening is that. For it to have that initial reaction. It needs to be seen by people. And then like from there. It'll like do what it does. And whatever the art. Fucking the art thought marketplace. However. Sure. The general points. That I think I'm hung up on. Is that. In that entire stretch of action and the most neutral, like unbiased, un like unadulterated, uh, execution of creating art, it's always going to be by a person. You know what I mean? By another human yeah. being, like like just factually. So, if that's the case, if we can ascribe the creation of art as objective, why can't we ascribe the reactions to its execution as objective?
1: So you're asking because we can observe art exists, Why can why can like the opinions on it not be objective?
0: Yes, because it, it's both things are human products. But, but here's the problem:
1: if you have contradicting things, both of them can't be objective. It'd be you can't say okay. So let me put it like this, right? One cannot be two, right? It's impossible. It's not. It's objectively speaking, right? Yes, but you. Hu- but
0: like humans didn't. So what cre- I'm saying is, but humans so, didn't create oh, what, one.
1: We didn't create one. We ascribed what we ascribed is one's name. What that means, right? We did ascribe almost everything to it, and we don't know if humans created like what the concept of what sharing something that we create that that cr- that's created is that like is that what you're saying like we created or something?
0: Yeah. So like for example if humans were these super like literal beings of objectivity or uh, subjectivity wh- whatever they would just essentially be robots or uh, like like how do i put this there's no need for art that like that that is like like what it's
1: would for you... surviving yeah. we don't need art to live we don't need art to yeah live,
0: yes. so it's an inherently subjective Medium or it inherently
1: unnecessary. Yes. Thing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, it like what what ascribing any kind of objectivity to it is a little, it, it seems a little like necessary because we deemed it like as something that we do have to do, need to do, w- whichever one. So, why is it that when it comes to all of that, we say, "Oh yeah, this is this is an objective thing that humans humans be doing." but when it comes to reactions to it, it, it's not like, oh yeah, this is like objectively good or objectively bad.
1: We agree that art does not need to exist. Our humanity is not necessitated on art existing, right? Mm -hmm. We can survive, and I don't know if you want to say thrive, but we can survive without it, right? Mm -hmm. However, we, like people, a lot of people at least, as a collective kind of decide we want art to survive. It's integral to our being, right? Mm -hmm. We can agree that we think this should be the case. And we can even agree that art exists. So I'm gonna give you an example, right? Let's say, you know, I drink, right? Mm-hmm. And objectively speaking, beer exists. Mm-hmm. And I love beer and I don't live, I can't live without it, right? Okay. So far, what we have is the dichotomy of, or we have the comparison or the parallel of art existing, beer existing, right? Where okay. you take it is art existing objectively inherently means that a quality of it has to objectively exist. Yes. Like, with the beer analogy, what I'm saying is because beer exists and because I drink it does not objectively make it good for my body. Right? <laughs> Just because it exists does not mean it objectively helps it, right? So that's what I'm saying. The existence of something does not necessitate its quality being real, right? Because well, then talking, what we're what we're discussing is meta. Like for for like quality, what we're discussing is like a m like a metaphysical, intangible concept that cannot be grasped by humanity. It's impossible, right? Quality is not something you can hold, at least in the context of what we're talking about now. But neither,
0: but neither is art, really. Art
1: is. I can hold—I can I can grab art right now. I can grab my manga full of art right now. I can hold that, right? Now, if you're talking about art as like this nebulous, humanitarian, or like this humanity's construct of it, sure, right? Mm-hmm. But then art, then what art is becomes subjective too, right? If we're obviously art, right? What is art kind of becomes like, you know, is is a video art, whatever, blah, 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 whatever. You can get into that discussion if you want. But that's a little bit, that's a little bit of a sign tangent, right? Yeah. I can hold art and like, I can, here, let me, let me grab my manga real quick. I can grab a volume of, of Jujutsu, I can grab Jujutsu Kaisen volume one right now, right? I'll turn on my light a picture, where's my phone at, and show it to be, show it to exist, right, and show that I can hold art in my hands, right, however, what I cannot do is show, right, quality in my hands, I cannot show something that is objectively quality or objectively good in my hands, because we cannot show it to be the case, anything outside of the art existing, right, I don't know if that makes sense, but basically, right, boom, right there, get the proof. It exists to be the case. I can hold art in my hand physically, right? I can. It's tangible. I can conceptualize it and then act upon that con- that concept. With quality, it is purely this intangible. Like I don't know if metaphysical is the word. I don't want to just be throwing out words I don't know what they mean. But <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm just for the sake of argument, metaphysical type of thing that exists in this sort of plane above us. We can, we can, we can hold art in the same way that i can hold a beer right Mm -hmm. they they both exist beer's almost honestly a bad example hold on let me
0: yeah but yo it's been a like i'm probably gonna i might cut this part out because like we're gonna be stroking each other for a second it might kill the momentum of your point but like yo i've been having i've been having a blast for like a pilot yeah Yeah. can't wait to do this next week for six hours when we argue about bleach Uh, that's gonna be interesting yeah man i might be uh, very interesting i might need to make like a whole pot of coffee for that one (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure I, I got my, my five-hour energy drink, you know, got yeah. my, got my energy ready. But yeah, yeah, Brian. basically,
0: need my electrolytes.
1: <laughs> back to the point, real quick. Yeah, I want to say that like we can hold art, right? Now, if you want to say can we hold art as a concept, no, right? But that lends to the idea that these conceptual things really aren't rooted in objective nature. We can objectively observe them to exist within the universe, mm-hmm. right? or, like within our worlds or on earth or in our hands or whatever but what they mean is so is, is it's intangible it's the, it inherently I think is subjective because it, it they don't exist outside of the framework of our own personal mind right art even art even being something that is worth making is is like a is like, uh, I guess, kind of like a subjective thing, if you want to say that, right? Like, mm-hmm. some, there's probably some people that think art is a waste of time, right? Mm-hmm. That it is not necessary. And to that extent, excuse me, they could be valid in that opinion, right? Unless there's like, now, unless there's like biological studies showing that art increases happiness, blah, 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 right? Those are objective metrics, right? But if there's not, right? Then there would be no objectivity on that matter, right? So that's why I'm saying, It is, you can say it is collectively subjective. You can say most people agree to this being the case, but I've already discussed majority does not, does not, I don't even say it doesn't inherently, it does not even imply quality. It implies societal norms and standards, right? Because there are plenty of atrocious, disgusting things that humanity has agreed upon in the past because those were the societal norm. Yeah, or Those were the agreed upon standards, and those standards fluctuate and change at the drop of a hat.
0: Yeah, but doesn't that mean in the context so we of- we know those
1: aren't objective, we know these but, aren't rules to live by-
0: Doesn't that mean but, that in the context of their, like, practice, that that was considered objective and then retroactively because, changed? No, no, no. Does it, the but, problem
1: is, right, let me put it like this, let me put it like this it can't be objective when we, when we use like a number analogy, one has always been one, you can give it a different name, you can give it a different connotation, you can draw it differently, one is always one, always will be one, and always has been one, right, it can never, will never, and has never changed, right, if I put one rock in front of you, whatever value, if you want to say uno, if you want to say one, if you want to say any other, whatever, right, it still is one, right, what I'm saying is, When we see that these other things, these more nebulous, intangible concepts fluctuate and change, that is an indication that they are not inherently objective or at all objective. They are these nebulous concepts that we personally, for whatever reason, maybe societal norms, whatever's going on, our economic status, the world, whatever, whatever, Mm -hmm. it's influence in creating what we like and therefore creates a subjective view for our time. This is why like old movies have a certain aesthetic, right? Or they have certain themes or there are certain tropes. Because within that niche demographic or within that group of people, that is what they enjoy for specific reasons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, shounen, battle shounen works so well because they're targeted towards like, you know, like 15 to 18 year olds, whatever, right? Or something like that. Something like a, a younger demographic of men, right? Mm-hmm. And battle shounen fulfill a male's power fantasy, whatever, right? If you want to say that. So the reason it kind of like, battle shounen just kind of like, just almost uh, it's almost a revolving door of similar tropes and stuff like that because it applies to a subject a group of people that for whatever reason come to a consensus that this is good But that doesn't mean it is good objectively outside of that framework is basically what i'm trying to get at
0: i think i mostly agree with you if i just kind of ascribe a little bit more god this is gonna this is gonna be such a bad thing to end on because it essentially proves your point but i essentially ascribe more meaning to the general pipeline of art uh, production and consumption and that i just think i don't want to say there's an objective purpose but with each person's purpose in creating and consuming art there is a sense of semi-objective meaning in the entire process
1: i don't think so i think that like let me let me put it like this I, right? uh, no like there, um of forms of no, no, art that was that. Okay.
0: that was more like my final thoughts like that that's where i okay, landed I got you, got you. yeah
1: Gotcha, actually got
0: you yeah okay but like that was a that was like a very fun uh discussion cuz you did make me think a lot about by the way i just want to clarify i will not stop uh using uh, objective and subjective uh just as words because it gets people like really irritated at me on twitter mm. and For some reason that makes me happy so i'm gonna keep doing that but yeah but like you did make me personally at least consider it in a in a different light and like i like i will say that
1: gotcha i'm glad to hear that that a good good place to stop off or uh, or stop the episode uh
0: let's just do some your closing thoughts because you forgot to say oh creams man you 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 made me see it in a whole new light too wow you're so (laughs) amazing dude you probably you probably you're probably chiseled bro Thanks, man. All yeah.
1: right, my, my closing thoughts, I'm correct. I'm always correct. I've <laughs> never been wrong. Um, nah, but for real, I will say that, like, obviously, I, I've had this discussion with people before, but usually they're just, like, a little too either, like, brain-dead or, like, bullheaded to even have the discussion Past It's the case because it's the case, hmm. right? And they won't get into these types of arguments. So I will say this has definitely, like, been probably the best objective versus subjective argument I've ever had. I can't say i've been in too many but i mean it was enjoyable (laughs) i like arguing i like discussing these types of stuff anyways so it was pretty fun and Um,
0: uh not only do i appreciate it but i just want to take this moment to personally apologize to doofy for having to sit to uh two and a half hours of us yeah if he if he watches
1: this part that's gonna be funny because i feel like he's just gonna be sitting there just like he's like he's like just Bro, winding his teeth bro i <laughs> just waiting i yeah. know
0: man, bro it, one of two things is gonna happen if, if he ends up like uh watching it he's gonna like just just be taking notes to like make a response video and i'll be honest i'll watch that video a hundred times man if anybody yeah, wants to like clip this podcast and like make a video responding to us please do please please i'm done yeah and uh you know just link it because because mm-hmm. you know Ronan and I are cloud whores. We will do anything for cloud. I I do speak for both of us uh, uh, on all exactly, things.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh.
0: Yes. Um. The other thing that I, that I expect to happen is uh, him like appearing uh in like episode three or something or down the line and that'd just him debating us like personally. Yeah, that'd be dope. I yeah. w- I do like
1: anime debates though. Those are really yeah. fun. Like getting into those
0: types of stuff. Dude, don't worry, man. I have so many. A- anime debates and don't and and the best part is that like next week is gonna just be an episode where gonna we be, debate gonna debate one even. anime
1: yeah it's literally let me let me tell you this bleach fans <laughs> i got us i got us i got us we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna make it out of there all right <laughs> i want to say that be excited for next episode it's gonna be fun
0: yeah um we have to we Dude, I love that we recorded it for two and a half hours, and we still don't have a name for this thing.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. I, I Like I said, before we even recorded, I'm bad at naming things.
0: Bro, so am I. I, dude, I. I don't even know how to title my own videos. You think I can title an entire series?
1: That's true. Titling videos is kind of difficult. You, I really just be kind of like coming up with it like a couple of hours before I actually put it up there, because I'm just like, that pressure. But, um... Yeah, man, I did enjoy, like, talking about this, recording this, and all that stuff.
0: Hell yeah. I think this was a, like, fantastic pilot episode. Yeah. And I definitely, I don't think either of us expected to go on for this long and to get, like, this into the weeds.
1: Yeah, yeah, I gotta- I- hold on. I, are we- are we, uh, are we officially wrapped up, or are we still gonna get- Oh, um, conclusions there?
0: uh, like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, we both have YouTube channels. Go watch our videos, please. Actually, you know what? No, you have to. You sat through two and a half hours, you can sit through, like, 15 <laughs> Honestly, minutes. Honestly,
1: if you- if you sat here for two and a half hours, watch our- like, just watch them. Yeah, dude, and just- su-
0: and just subscribe, okay? Like, like, yeah, it's-
1: let's do both.
0: Yeah, and never look up the sunken cost fallacy. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, like, comment, and subscribe. Bye.